Times are tough. I gotta save that gum. And we're on. <laughs> Violet Beauregard. Yeah, what number is this? Like 46, probably, right? Sounds good. That sounds right. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know what's wh- funny? You don't have an accent, a long accent at all. And then when you, whenever you say 40, I when know. I listen, you're like 40. I know. I, I, it's the one, it's the one uh, uh, it's thing. Hilarious. That, yeah. It's good that way because me and Parker are brutal. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's, you know, it's the one thing that I, I have to allow myself. You know, it's like when, when you go someplace and you allow yourself like one donut. Right. Like I can't. I, I can't, We have them here if I, you want them. Alex brought some donuts. I can't speak proper times. all the time. So yeah. like I allow myself the 40. I got to concentrate real hard to, to like lose it. Real I have hard. a Long Island accent in the cop's face. So. <laughs> It really That's works. For, yeah. Really works for me. I sound like 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 if a, like a black comedian does like a white guy's voice. Yeah. like that's how it comes out. If I really have to force like it, like when Dave Chappelle does the, the, the white guy. <laughs> um, okay, so it's been a while, and that's why we're all sitting here with our dicks in our hands. Very Word. excited to get on the mic, no doubt, because it's been two months, and um, we're back. We invited past guest Alex Amarudin. Hello. What's up? Hey man, what's up? Yo, that's guys, it's your, great to see you guys. Your yeah, tan man. is looking proper, dude. I am going. I have a, usually have a terrible farmer's tan. I'm out. I'm out there. Like I'm getting brown as possible. Dude. Yeah, nice. I'm loving it for sure. It's addictive, man. I see why people go to the. I'm gonna. I'm going to the fucking salon like during the winter. I'm, if I you leave here, it's if, a if, sign of affluence. Oh, well, you, you know you what? Shit to do except lay around, right? That's right. <laughs> you know what? It's pulling weeds in my backyard. That'll do it. Don't want to use the Roundup anymore. So no. If you, if you got any darker, Parker would have pulled you over. Definitely. <laughs> Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm growing. I'm growing as a person. I moved to Suffolk County. Uh, I, I pull everybody over in Suffolk. About fifty percent of the time, I walk around with no shirt on. I'm really That's what evolving we do as there. a person. Yeah. That's it. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> You know, it's pretty good because ticks. Ticks are like a big thing out there, right? Dude, I got the cedar side. I got the trazer side. I got the fucking guys come and spray the lawn. Yeah. Dude, I didn't go outside for the first two years I lived there. It's like three and a half years. I'm like, I go out there and they get attacked by beetles. Yeah. Like, I nothing, Like I can't win. I can't win. But this year, we've taken control and I'm out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, you, if you're going to move all the People way out there. like it's like the rainforest out there or some <laughs> shit. Dude, got the pine barrens right behind me. Or a ver- part of it. Nice there. hiking in those. All right, enough, of, the, enough of this yeah. nonsense. You got frogs, snakes. Words. Like National Geographic. <laughs> enough of this nonsense. Wild turkeys. Nah. Deer. I'm already going to be editing so much of this <laughs> beginning. <laughs> Terrible. 
Um, so what I really want to talk about, because uh, today tickets went on sale for Slayer and The Misfits. Mm. So The Misfits, remember when we got tickets, Alex? Yes. To Jersey? I was very excited. <laughs> We were all excited. very excited because I'm like, you know what? How many chances are we going to get to see the Misfits? This is it, man. This, this we is need it. to go. And even if we get shitty tickets, we're going to be in the building. And that's you know. And sure enough, they did like eight other shows after that. Of course. But <laughs> we went there, and what I remember, I just wanted to be. I just wanted to be in the building. I wanted to basically say, no matter what that I was there when they played, regardless of sound. And when we sat down, we're like... I had higher, way higher expectations. Did but you? I didn't expect them to sound amazing. I just wanted to feel like that fucking feeling. Their records don't, don't sound amazing. They have that character. And like when we went to the... We went to see Danzig together, Sam and I. Yes. And, I, and we, you know, he was like 20 feet away. I was... I, I had so much fun. I was singing yeah. along every song. But anyway... <laughs> That this is gonna cause all right. No, 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 no. <laughs> and 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 um, you know, we're we're there and and uh you know, uh Harley we missed, uh Murphy's Law played, Suicidal played, and then the Misfits come on, and we're all excited, you know, even though we were like in the nosebleeds and shit. And I, I you know, I might have mentioned it before. And I think where you went wrong, Alex <laughs> God, I went wrong. I went way wrong. Was I think you started drinking on the bus, dude? I'm in this. I'm in this bus with all these people. These people. I don't know. I'm going further east, and I'm sitting there, and I'm on the bus for like hours. It was like some crazy like camo bus. It was like not even a real like kind of bus. It was like no safety whatsoever. We had a bump and we're dead. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, these guys, you know. And I'm just like, this is really weird. I'm feeling a little weird. Let me drink a Red Bull, which is the worst mistake. Anytime I drink a Red Bull, shit goes wrong. Yeah, you're like, let me calm down. I really need to ease myself. Let me drink a Red Bull. Well, I, I, actually, I, know, I actually drank the Red drink. Bull before I left because I was, you know, feeling tired. And I'm like, I need to be sociable. I'm going to be like hanging out with like a bunch of people. I don't know for like hours. Should have just done Coke. Nice. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> that would have made the experience maybe a little better or maybe worse. Maybe end but when in- did you start? You started drinking right away, right? No, I was actually, I held out for like the first half hour. <laughs> Because then they, you know, you drove around a little bit and then you guys picked me up. And then from there, you, you started drinking. Because by the time the Misfits hit the stage, you, I thought you were going to fall, like, I thought you were going to tumble to, like, to, to, to <laughs> general admission. I, this is when I should generally be loving no matter anything I hear. Yeah. By the way. So this, <laughs> I thought you were going to tumble onto, onto general admission and, like, just fucking, like, wake up because you were just swaying with the wind. You were like walking like you were on a pirate ship. <laughs> like, like the, That's how the I do. <laughs> um, so then the misfits start playing, and what? Do you remember what happened? Because you, you started crying. <laughs> <laughs> I did not cry. <laughs> yes, you did. Get out of here! I was not crying. I remember just being like just so pissed because it sounded so terrible. Yeah, and it was like it wasn't that it sounded bad. It was just so low. And then I just, I was like, well, I'm just sitting here. Like we just, I just took this trip. That's why you got people. upset and cried. It could have been. Because it, it didn't been. sound good. I'm you, about to you, cry now. He got, <laughs> he got very angry to the point where like me, Evan, his old bandmate and, and Johnny North, another friend <laughs> were on the side. We were enjoying it. And you, you ended up 
hanging out with Dave because Dave was as drunk as you. Yeah, we just walked over. He's my buddy. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. So I, I think you guys are just com- I commiserated, but I think he was just happy to be drunk, and you were just like, I don't know. We were like, I'm going to go walk <laughs> hey, around. Hey, we take turns. Sometimes he's upset. Sometimes I'm upset. <laughs> okay. We have each other. Yeah. Yin and yang. So yes. the buddy system. <laughs> so so going back to this show at MSG, once they announce it, man, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not a big Damned fan, but I know people love them. Um, for me, the big sell is Rancid. Rancid have such a great catalog that they could play 30 songs that yeah. I would want to hear. Um, I don't know if I'm that excited to see it because I feel like at this point, Danzig cannot sing those songs. Mm. He just can't. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I would just, to me, like, I just would love, I'm not going unless I'm going to be up there and it's going to be loud. Yeah. And I can just scream all the words and have fun and dance around to the songs that I grew up loving so much. I'm not just, I don't want to just go there and sit there and whatever and hardly hear it, you know? Right. I just, he's there. He wrote those songs. I fucking, I love them. They're a huge part of my For sure. childhood. Yeah. But again, I'm not, I don't know, like, what are they going to be, like 500 bucks to get in the fucking floor? It's probably like, going to be know? the same thing. But like, let, let's go around the table. So like Parker, <clears throat> any interest in watching The Misfits and spending that much money? Uh, probably not. Probably not that much. Not that much. What, what's the right amount that would make you go? Uh, probably nothing over seventy-five. Okay. Yeah, that's probably. But that that's got to be a very good seat, seventy-five bucks. And that's not happening. That's yeah. Not, no, 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 no way. Yeah. That's nosebleed. You, you'll be it's sitting the, in the park. I don't even yeah. think nosebleed. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nosebleed. I'll be watching it on be YouTube. hundred bucks. You're behind the stage in the top row, and yeah. Why know, do they yeah. sell tickets to that? Because sometimes I go like I was like trying to find tickets to a show. And the cheapest ones are like behind the stage. Like, who's selling those tickets? It's sort of like the stage potatoes sit. <laughs> yeah, it's the people that got in free. It's like nosebleeds, but even worse than nosebleeds yeah. because they're behind the stage. Like, we, I guess the the concept is you just watch it on screen. I guess I, guess. I don't know. Just to be in the building. Maybe people makes- just like you know, if they can't get tickets, they love a band so much. Like like how you just wanted to yeah. be there. They just want to right. be there. Yeah, you know, could be. Yeah, then maybe that's what it is. What, what about you? What, what's the right ticket price for you, Langan? It's not, I I just uh, I said this the last time. I'm, I I went to the first uh, three shows or whatever when Danzig first started playing the yep, Misfits shit yep. again, and they were all phenomenal. And that show, uh, what venue was it at? What he did the Sam Hain set, he did the Misfits set. It was right. It was on Halloween or the night before Halloween. Oh, um, was there? The Hammerstein, maybe. I don't remember. But um, amazing. I'm. They were so amazing. Very satisfied with that. I don't really care if I see him with Jerry only. and I, I mean, just, you did it. Exactly. I, the... I feel good about what I've seen. I still might go, but I'm not in like, I have to get tickets to this. I'm way more, I mean, I don't know, we might touch on it. I'm, I'm probably more leaning towards uh, making sure I hit the Slayer show. Yeah, let's do that. Because what, what the lineup is, so this is the third leg of that finale. The lineup um, is so good. I saw, like we went to the first one. Which yeah, was, Jones Beach. Yeah, and that was great. Right. Um, and then the second one was pretty much more of the same. This one is interesting because they have Primus, main right. support. Then they have Ministry. Right. And then they have Phil Anselmo's new band doing like a Pantera set. Yeah. So that's, that's very that intrigues me a great deal. Yeah. Like that whole putting that together. I mean, seeing Slayer again too. Is, uh, just. Uh, I had a great time at that Jones Beach show, and they sounded so goddamn good. And uh, to see them one more time would probably be a uh, a big deal for me. And with those bands too, 
all well, I was way into ministry for one point in my life and Primus. There were all some major bands in my growing up, so to see them all together one night, I, I, I'm into it. Yeah. And, and what I like about it is so different that by the time Slayer hits the stage, you're ready for that <laughs> heaviness. No like doubt. It's, you know, after seeing the first two legs, it's like the same thing. It's like the same bands. I, I said on the on the Facebook page, it's always, like every fucking show, it's always Lamb of God <clears throat> or Hatebreed or insert like that band. I've seen Lamb of God like 11 times. <laughs> I've never once bought a ticket <laughs> to see Lamb of God, but I've seen Just them like Slyre. more than anybody uh, in my life because they're on every fucking festival. Uh, they get every festival. Who's but then they're great. Nothing, I like them. Uh, but there is that but already. There is that, that dynamic that I like. So you get Pantera-ish in the beginning, and then from there it dips. It's very different. Ministry and their visuals, especially the last record. Ministry is awesome live. Yeah. I would oh, go yeah. just for ministry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I saw them twice the last... I saw them at Riot Fest two years ago and then the Paramount when they played with Chelsea Wolfe. And then to have Primus play right before... <laughs> that is so interesting. It's just so interesting because yeah. the vibe is so fucking different that it's almost... Couldn't be more different. I know. Like, Well, I guess it could be, but in the in the heavy music world, yeah. it's a fucking quite a dichotomy. For sure. I almost feel like like uh, like Slayer is saying to their fans, if you really love us, you got to sit through Primus, right, <laughs> right. Get, you know. And I think Slayer fans are like, hmm, like how much do we really love? Are Slayer? they going to get the meathead Slayer fan reaction or like a g- decent reception? They're going to get Primus sucks, chanted. but they're used to the prime. The Primus sucks is their shtick. Yeah, but no, but they're, they're like gonna... I think half the crowd's going to mean it. Like, yeah. I actually, <laughs> yes. I actually yeah, saw yeah. both of those bands together at Ozfest. What would that have been? Ninety nine, I think. Primus and Slayer. Yeah, whatever year, like Slipknot was like the big thing, and Primus went on right before Slayer. I remember I was outside; it was uh, PNC, and I actually fucking passed out, like listening to Primus, and then I woke up to Slayer opening with Rain and Blood. So, wow. Yeah. All right. I, so didn't I know have they played together. Yeah, so I have seen the two of them. Well, okay. Somewhat uh, before. Right. You know? Sure. Yeah. You saw parts of it. Yes. That's why I started snoring. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's when Parker was wild. That's it, man. Days. I know. He like drank two beers and That's it, man. Get thrown in Ozfest jail. You his, know? Pa- his parents <laughs> dropped him off with his fanny pack. Nah. No, that we took a limo to. We took <laughs> a limo to that. Yeah. There was probably twenty like twenty of us. And we're in the limo and the, the ladies waving us over. And I'm like, man, I'm like, this is pretty cool. We're pulling in behind like Slayer and fucking Deftones and everything. I was just like I think these people think they were in one of the fucking bands or whatever. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, it's pretty cool. And then the, then the security guy opens the door and he's just like, fucking kicks us to the fucking, yeah, kicks us out. So, but it was good nonetheless. Yeah, I think I'm gonna hit that Slayer show. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you know what I totally forgot to mention as as we ride along. Um, so I guess we're a part of a podcast network. I probably should have yeah. said that in the beginning. <laughs> we took well, a little. You're break. gonna cut the beginning out anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, <laughs> come on, that's gold. <laughs> <laughs> keep that shit. Yeah, it's, it's that. no donuts for you. That's what I listen yeah. for. It's, Especially uh, me talking. It's uh, definitely flea market gold. <laughs> but yeah, so Dark Satellite Media, yes. which is uh, uh, Jimmy Ferrari's. Uh, he does a, a show called The Brooklyn Blast Furnace. So he reached out and wanted us to be a part of this to be on the podcast network. And I figured, why not? Yep. You know, it yeah. just 
you you go and it's like you know being a part of HBO or whatever you know it's like you see these shows and it's like oh okay there's like a wrestling show yep um and uh, his show is is kind of similar to um like if I rule the world which yeah. is just basically it's a good show yeah, yeah. so the, he he has a lot of cool people and uh, wanted to shout out Dark Satellite Media yes find them on Facebook like it share it yeah yep. so th- they'll be happy that we finally taped an episode yeah. Because I think when we joined, like, you know, I think you were at Jesus Camp and Parker was doing yeah. his thing. We needed to take a little... Yeah, we had a break there. Yeah. A lot of issues. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So what's, got... what's it called? Dark Media Syndicate? Oh, hold on. Did I fuck it up? No, you messed it up because now, now I'm like... I threw you off. <laughs> dark, do, dark Satellite Media. Dark Satellite Media. Yes, Dark Satellite Media. Cool, so. I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to to keep going, uh, you know, another month at the Bolton Center. So this this yep. month, you know, with our monthly big one, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, we're doing Jaws, which is everyone's favorite. So summer sh- classic. Yep, yep. Pretty sure, you know, it's one of those things that that will sell out. I um, think I think what at the last uh, the last film, uh, Shelley said they had pre-sold like fifty tickets or some shit. Yeah, that, and that was. You know, almost a month ago. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know what's better than like everyone's like, oh, let's go see Jaws like in a pool or in a lake. Yeah. And I'm thinking like that movie's like two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, like, I'm gonna you... sit in a lake that fucking long. <laughs> Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, what are you gonna do? Like, just completely. That's that kind of thing that I'm like, wow, that's such a great idea, and I'd be in the water for about fifteen minutes. I'm like, this is fucking no. stupid. It's like reminiscent of the idea no. I had to go see the Misfits. I don't even know. <laughs> But I'm saying, would you do it? Um, it sounds like a great idea. Like it'll be fun. All that's yeah. gonna be until the first mosquito came out. Uh oh. But I'm saying, like, what about when you're when you have to pee? Like, what exactly. do you do? Exactly. Everybody's like peeing in the water, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? Just go, what? man. Just go. go. Everybody around <laughs> you's doing the same thing. It's probably a lake full of urine. Mm. I'm just thinking when I sit in a movie theater. I'm like adjusting myself after 30 minutes. I can't imagine like you don't want to get up and go to the bathroom and miss something, right? No, everybody feels that way. So guess what? You're sitting in the lake and everybody's feeling that way. Yeah, it's oh a God. lake full of urine. I just wouldn't drink anything for you know, five to six hours before I'm on the boat. Yeah, you'd be the responsible one. What uh, about the guy next I mean, to you that's down in like a you know a 64 su- ounce Pepsi and it gets all warm it. around you? Get close to that mic, otherwise <laughs> I feel like we're a trio. <laughs> I'm back. They pretend it's a cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case. <laughs> um, so we, we also started ta- uh, doing like, once again, so we have a very active uh, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once again, I like to do the, the brackets to, to basically shine a little light on whatever movie it is that we're doing. So I picked 16 Steven Spielberg movies. Yes. And I matched them up. I don't know if anyone got a chance to look at those. No doubt. You know? No, Jaws is a tough contender for any film. I did not know about the Spielberg movies. Uh, oh, really? Component. Oh, Hop on your phone and fucking vote. You now get about that, man. Get Wait, you tell me you're not voting? Vote sixteen times. So uh, I'll just go I'll through. Go I don't through. know why it doesn't pop up on my feed. That it, you know, Probably because you unfollowed us. Oh shit! <laughs> I was so mad at you that time. All these Sam. fucking notifications. So angry. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the eight matchups now, so you can tell. Okay, me. yeah, tell yeah. me. All right, so the first one's gonna be Jurassic Park versus Hook. Uh, Jurassic Park, of okay. course. Cl- uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind versus E.T. E.T. Nice. Okay. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark versus The Last Crusade. 
Raiders, Ra- <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Yes. Uh, Catch Me If You Can versus War of the Worlds. Are you, are you, are you even yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember. I'd say War of the Worlds because that sounds like more like a bit more of a... Catch Me If I Can is great fucking movie. I don't remember either movie. Indiana Jones versus Minority Report. I guess I'd go for Indiana Jones, but Minority Report was pretty fucking great. awesome. Great concept. Great, great yeah, plot. Just because Indiana Jones is like one of the classics. Uh, here's here's one for the sentimentals. Uh, color, the Color Purple or uh, versus Empire of the Sun. The I pe- guess Color Purple. Oh, okay. Yeah. We well, got to like double date. Like I know. You know. I'm telling you. How did I miss this? We'll set. We'll set in my kiddie pool and watch it. Here. Here's the last two. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> Jaws versus Ready Player One, obviously. Jaws. Yeah, okay. And then the last one is Saving Private Ryan versus Schindler's List. Woof! Both two, terribly two depressing movies. movies. Yeah, holy oh shit. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. They're really hard to watch both of them for me. I didn't like, vote on that one yet. Uh, I guess Schindler's List. I mean, that's just... Listen, the, wor- the world is listening. I'm, they're <laughs> waiting on you. I said it. Schindler's List, okay. man. I'm going to give my vote live on the air. Are you ready for this exclusive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go save private Ryan. Me too. Yeah. I think uh, somebody said it best as far as um, I can never watch either one of those again. Though somebody said that yeah, uh, Schindler's Agreed. List is just a better movie, but Saving Private Ryan is like just uh, has more. You know, you could rewatch it more. Yeah. And sure, it's 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 pretty heavy. So what are we gonna do? Talk to me. I don't know. You got some notes? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anything's like vi- valuable anymore. What's the uh, been... nudity factor? Nudity? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. If we're talking about Cobra Kai, not that much. But that's that's one of my biggest. No, not shows. even BN. Just no BN. Just just get, give me one thing that that on that list, and we'll talk about it. Hmm. Something that you want to talk about on that list? <laughs> yeah, you guys got to see this. This is like so much writing on <laughs> it. This is all. This is all TV and. Well, do you want to get into Jaws? Let's get into Jaws. Sure. You want to do a Jaws breakdown? You want to do, because you wanted to, what, uh, defend Jaws 4? Yeah. Go well, ahead. I just think that, I think Jaws 1 is amazing, as does, you know, 95% of everybody that ever watches it, because, you know, it's such a good movie that it's not, you know, it's not horror, it's not drama, it's not, it, it can't really be lumped into, it's just a fucking great movie. Jaws 2, not so much. I almost hate Jaws too, because it's almost like the same movie, literally, and they just shocked the fucking, you know, the shark, you know, to death at the end. And, uh, you know, doing the research, I'm just like, well, no wonder why it was so bad, because the guy that fucking directed it did, uh, what the fuck was the movie that he did? He did, uh, that movie Caveman with Ringo. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I was like, that makes sense or whatever. When and we I, got HBO when it first rolled out, Caveman was on like yeah. all day long. Yeah. It was the only movie they had. For sure. Caveman actually and Supergirl. So two classics yes. he did. Love that. And the only, I think the, my only saving grace for, uh, Jaws 2 is, to, I forget the actor's name, but it's the guy that played the character Stevie in Dog Day Afternoon. He's in that. That's like my only fucking saving grace. Now getting on to Jaws 3. You know, it's a bad movie. I don't think they knew that it was a bad movie, but I think that there's two types of, you know, if you go in, you know, if you go into it knowing that you're going to be watching a bad movie like, you know, like Woodchip Massacre, 
Like, when they were making that movie, they knew that they were making a bad movie. When they were making Jaws 3, I don't think they knew that they were actually making a bad movie. That's when it's good. Yeah, you know? And I mean, like... It's the most ridiculous Yeah, but I mean, like, looking at... I mean, just the cast alone, like, you have fucking Dennis Quaid, Leah Thompson, and Lou Gossett Jr., yeah, like, oh, Lou Gossett. I forgot. About yeah, that. I loved him. Like, when I was a kid. how could you? You know, I listened to a podcast recently. I, I got to look up the name of it. With Paul Paul Shearer. I how did this get it. made? Yes. Yeah. And they had a Jaws TV yes. episode. Yep. And they were talking about Roy Scheider, like because he, he was originally contracted, he was supposed to be involved in it, and he absolutely did not want yeah. to be a part of this fucking. He probably read the script yeah. or whatever. So he purposely timed out to be in a film, uh, Blue Thunder. I think yep. a helicopter film. Yep. Just so he could avoid contractually being any way associated with Jaws three. That no. was it. He went out of his way to pretty not bad. Get and I think by the time huh. they got to Jaws four, I think they realized that it's the, the, it's just like a terrible franchise by then. And I think they kind of went with it. So shout out to Mario Van Peebles. Anything on Definitely. Jaws four? Uh, you have the DVD here. I mean, fucking Mario. <laughs> Fucking Mario, displayed. Mario <laughs> Van Peebles and uh, what was the other guy's name? Um, Lance Guest of, you know, um, let me look at my wall because I almost forgot that. Last Starfighter fan. There you go. And uh, Halloween 2. Hallo- yes, Halloween 2. That's right. Um, and I, yes, I'm proudly displaying. This is the Jaws Revenge, you know, director's cut, which has an alternate <laughs> ending. This ending, Mario Van Peebles <laughs> actually lives. Which was, you know, that's let's be spoiler honest. Spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler Hello. alert. Um, but the guy I that don't did need to watch the guy that did Jaws four, the director that did Jaws four, actually directed that movie Nightmares, which I love. Oh, with that, the, the the anthology? Yes, oh, yeah, awesome. he did that. So, which which I was with happy. Emilio Estevez. Yes, yeah. yeah. I have no memory of any of that movie. Yeah, I'm Jaws wondering 4? if I blocked it out or and I need to the revisit. Nintendo. You can borrow the, it. Yeah, my pleasure. Dude, no problem. It's in the J that. section. Over the, there. That is. Thank you, Alex. Not so much nudity. Not even great fucking nudity, but there's nudity. And the Nintendo game was actually based <laughs> off of that movie. So, however fucking many really? units yeah. it sold. Hey, if it's, got B, if it's got BN, I'm there. Yeah. Do you guys remember <laughs> BN? When I was a kid with HBO. When the like the ratings would come out uh-huh. and it would say oh, like brief BN, nudity. Like, yeah, brief Evan, nudity. This yeah. is not this is a memory of Evan. Yeah, you know, brief nudity. Sit at his house. Shout out to Evan. Baby. And when BN yeah. would come on, we'd fucking high five and be like, we just sit through the whole movie just for the BN Man. when it happened. <laughs> wow, and that's now, how desperate times were. And, and now you just go on the internet. In the internet, you go on your phone. Ta da! Wow. You'd be like eight years old and you're there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> for sure. Um, you're you're waiting for BN and these people are could look up dude, like fucking high fiving escaping. Yeah. <laughs> you could look up rosebuds <laughs> prolapsing. <laughs> but yeah, Jaws four is really fucking terrible. I'm not sure why Mario Van Peebles had a fucking a- accent. Yeah. His accent was as necessary as John Voigt's accent in fucking Oof. An- a- Anaconda. Oof. What what kind of accent did Peebles have? Hit Yaman, like, yeah. he's Jamaican. like horrible yeah. Jamaican oh, boy. But so uh-huh. like, okay, Anaconda. Like, why did John Boyd have an accent? He was a white guy in this movie, and I'm like, all right, maybe there has something to do with the story. But you know what? It he's, he's like this 
probably serious actor, dude. He takes this shit fucking script. So embarrassing. He's like, you know what? I think my character, uh, <laughs> you know. Exactly. He's I'm like, going to give him some background. He came from this country. And, well, like, yeah, and the guy's probably like, whatever. We have to shoot this shit <laughs> yeah, before yeah, totally. fucking the sun sets. Just, yeah, you want to be fucking British? Whatever the fuck. Just let's go. Wasn't <laughs> even British. It was like some <laughs> weird. Like, yeah, I don't remember. What do you think of him in Ray Donovan? I think he overacts a little too much. I never watched Ray Donovan. He's I watched one episode. Great, and I, uh, oh, it was a really, I, you know, I, I think I watched up to season three. It's he, a great show. For some reason, I, he I chews, didn't fall he, off. I just he so chews up the scenery a little bit, dude. He's just know? over the top. Yeah. He's like Claire Danes in Homeland. Great show, but she's like fucking <laughs> Homeland. I do watch that. Every is a, three that seconds. is a great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that anyway, is a great show. He was trying to be a hustler, and he did these fucking shimmy moves. <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> why did Why did you stop watching it then? Um, I didn't. It's not like I consciously stopped watching the show. I, it was a great. It was a really good show. It's just like. Life gets in the way. There's so many shows. Keep up with everything, yeah. And there's so much shit. It's just on the list of a thousand shows to catch up on. Right. I guess it w- it wasn't like one of my top top, but it was a good show. Uh, Shane, I watched it regularly. That's know? why I usually wait it. for shows to complete their entire run, even yeah. if it's ten ten seasons, and uh-huh. then when it's done, then I'll just sit and watch it because then my attention span can't remember how many fucking. Yeah, shows I mean, to yeah, watch. it's a it's a good show. I would recommend it, but it's not like one of the you know. Probably, it's not. It's, not, it's no Game of Thrones. No, no. Well, few yeah. shows are. No, right? no, exactly. <laughs> it's no Sopranos. It's no Game of Thrones. I it's no like whatever. Like one of the Mike Malama says, Sopranos is the worst writing. Oh, it is it? Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Mike that? Malama that's says a, a lot that's of things. That's a bonerific. Uh, I was about to say, horrible, talk shit on his penis. Horrible writing. All right, so, um, <laughs> yeah, the thing with like, I don't, I don't binge. I'm not a binger. I can't watch ten episodes of something in a row. I'm like a buffet table guy. So like, I will watch one of each, two of each, three of each. Like, I can't watch shit. Oh, I can't watch it all day like that either. Some people, like, I watched eight uh, episodes of Stranger Things. and Yeah, because I, I can't. I just lose it after a while. I need to, like, yeah. They don't have a job then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they probably don't. I couldn't do that. Even Dude, I wait, I I wait till, like, till, till Everly goes to bed. But I like three And then I'm like, all right, I can watch a movie. And then, like, half an hour into it, I'm, like, I'm like tired. And, yeah. like, I'm like, I can't even pay attention. That's why I can't keep up with shit. I mean, binge, like, like I'll get home from work and watch, like, two or three episodes of something before bed. And then the next night I'll do it. So I'll knock out a season in a couple of days. I couldn't sit and watch one show for fucking no you know, this whole yeah. season in a day Some people no. do it i i guess and may, maybe i think a lot of that has to do with uh if you have cable or not mm-hmm. i feel like if you only have netflix or something it's a lot easier because it's the only thing you're gonna watch true so you're gonna sit there for me especially like, if there's shorter episodes you know like some yeah, of these some yeah. of these shows have like half hour 40 minute episodes and some are an hour and a half so for sure for sure like uh santa clarita diet i finished and those are like 30-minute episodes. Very mm-hmm. easy to watch. You could just squeeze those in. That's even how I listen to podcasts. I don't listen to three hours in a row. I listen to mm-hmm. 30 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the shower. how my car ride is usually. Yeah, yeah might take sure. a couple of drives. Yeah. But, uh, Same have, here. Do you have anything else you want to say about Jaws? No. In, in closing? That pretty much. That thing, I, yeah, think I, I rest th- my case. I think we, <laughs> I think we squashed it. But... Uh, yeah, Mario Van Peebles lives in the director's Did they go cut. any further past four? No. No, no. no. That was it. I'm just but yeah. I will say that is a perfect example of, of a movie that's a classic that has three of the worst sequels ever. I can't really think of another movie that ha- that's a franchise that has the be- one of the best movies ever made, and then after that, three of the worst movies ever made. That's a good question. 
Yeah. Revenge of the Nerds comes close, but Revenge of the Nerds two, two still was holds two, two was pretty bad. two was good, but I mean yeah. it didn't even hold a candle to yeah. one. But then you didn't after like Booger's that, wedding. Oh, <laughs> that four. Oh. <laughs> Ogre gets nice. I mean, come on, fuck that shit. Yeah, I. Funny enough, they Ogre they were, needs to be mean at all times. They were added to Hulu. Hulu uh-huh. adds a lot of fucking cool shit on the. Snake. I've been loving Hulu. Hulu's fucking really. I don't have Hulu. Hulu. That's one of the things you got. I Spotify. Have. I do. They you give you a free is that, fucking account. Is that you don't still get going the, on? the premium? Yeah, yeah. Just oh, I thought that they go they, into they, your account. You'll see how you can oh, download it. I thought they changed it to just like college students. You don't get everything no, they have to offer, but you get like most. Of oh, it. Well, yeah, it's great. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they they added it, and and I put it on one night when I was going to bed, and uh, you know me and Karen are watching it. She's never seen it, and. Uh, like the next day, she's like, "Oh, I really like that nerd movie." And I'm Dude, like, Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> legendary is, nudity. It's like one of those movies legendary. you watch, and then Hair you watch like yeah. you know, like twenty years later, and you're like, "It's so, still just as good as I remember." Like, yeah. on the other hand, like Porky's, I loved it when I was a kid, and it's yeah. just not that good. Doesn't hold up. Like a lot of those movies, I really loved. Revenge of the Nerds stood the test. Of Revenge, right? Revenge of the Nerds, so and the second one are very similar to like Police Academy and Police Academy Two. Because Revenge of the Nerds, the original, I had never seen, much like Police Academy. And then I saw later ones, and then I remember my oldest brother had the first one, and I was just like, oh, it's like Police Academy. I was Your like, oldest brother? Yeah. Don't you only have one brother? No, two. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You have two brothers? Yes. We're peeling this onion right. every Dude, episode. Every, <laughs> every episode, <laughs> we peel the onion. Fucking like new subscribers right here, baby. <laughs> So, so I go in and I'm watching this thing and I'm like, exclusive, yeah, and I'm like, this thing is fucking raunchy. It's got nudity. Fucking Tackleberry's playing the saxophone on the beach with these chicks taking their tops off. They weren't afraid to throw the nudity. No, no, and I mean the same thing with exactly what you said with like Revenge of the Nerds. Like hair pie. They're sitting there eating breakfast and the guy says, "I want bush pan down." And the fucking camera bands, and I'm like, what the fuck? If it wasn't for the sax guy in The Lost Boys, that sax scene with Tackleberry would have been the the (laughs) most cinematic (laughs) sax scene (laughs) of the 80s. Forget sex scene. We want sex scene. Yeah, because, and what I love about the Tackleberry scene at the bonfire is that it's so not synced up to the music. Yes. I could understand you don't know how to play guitar and you look like Demi Moore <laughs> in One Crazy Summer not moving your hand. Don't turn around. It's a great song right there. Can you w- can you ever get past that like when you see it, somebody no. p- fake playing the guitar and watch you watch their fingers it, automatically, right? And it bothers the shit out of you. Can they just fake it like a little better? Like, like, yo, you understand. could sit for an hour, watch some guitar play. Okay, I get how they move. Like you're not even trying. Not even trying. Bothers me. Yeah. So like, much. I can't uh, get past it. I remember when I was a kid watching uh, Sleepaway Camp. And, you know, the fucking kids get up there. 20 years later, I'm just like, you know, I'm like, these fucking kids are singing this. Beef baloney? Song Beef Baloney. <laughs> yeah, and the, dude, the germs. The name of the song is called The Horn Dogs. I'm like, what is this? But then I go back and I watch it like years later. Like, she don't want no chicken. The, she don't want no roast. There's no amps on stage. The fucking drummer. The drummer is the guy that announced them. It's like another council. He's like, let me announce these guys, and I'm just going to run right back here real quick and play the fucking drums. But he's not even hitting the fucking drums. That's brutal. And these guys aren't even plugged in because there's that's no obscene. amps on stage anyway. So All she wants is a double dose. <laughs> Dude, that's it. Beef, beef, beef. Beef that's, alone. You, got you know it. what? That's another one like Jaws, when you think about it, that had yeah, a really good first movie 
and then camp? yeah and then uh three really campy awful movies um and two and three had bruce springsteen's sister pamela, mm-hmm. pamela springsteen yeah, she's terrible but <laughs> <laughs> terrible who's <laughs> worse her or or stallone's brother <laughs> oh stallone's brother for sure frank, oh, frank, frank stallone. stallone what about the mother <laughs> Yo, she was on. She was on the, the stars. She was on the original Glow. How was she? Jackie Stallone. How much oh. money do you think that they've hit, that they've hit the Sly up for over the years? A lot. Like we added up. Yeah. Like imagine being saddled with that fucking. A lot. <laughs> Dude, that last success. blood's coming out though. That shit looks fucking good. I'm, imagine <laughs> having a son that dies and not like your mom or brother that probably hit you up for money. Like, of all people. <laughs> Like he's probably thinking, like, why couldn't my brother die? Why, why would my son have to go before my brother or my mom? Oh God! <laughs> so, but <laughs> going back, I think um, you're our guest. So there are 26 letters in the alphabet. Yes. Okay. Oh now th- this is something that I want to try. <laughs> new feature here. A new feature here. Um, I this is the first of two new features that I want to try. Um, Parker always refers to his back thing over there, and he's my got, back door. He's got a library, a library against yeah. the wall. I already there. referred to it. Without people who haven't been had the fortune to be in Parker's basement. Yes. He's got a library here full of DVDs, all yeah. alphabetized. Uh, I, I'd like to think so, but most people are they think alphabetized not. within the letter. Like when you go A, B, no, like, I don't get that crazy. Ooh, yeah, mm, that's a problem. That is a problem. The kinda. first letter. That's as far but as you I still got. know where everything yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know yeah. what you do? Let, let's just go with Rose, Alex. Okay. Let's go with Rose. And so there's the top row and there's three, three little uh, sections. So pick a row and pick a section. And then he'll randomly go over there, pick out a DVD. And for a minute, he's, he's going to give us a minute review on, on, why he bought the DVD, <laughs> where he got it from, and and a quick little review that I'm I'm gonna take my phone and I'm gonna do uh, it. It'll be under a minute, and we're gonna put it up on Instagram. Awesome. Is it? Does he? Did he know about this? Or I have is no, this like no. Right I knew the bit, but I have no clue what you're yeah, gonna yeah. grab. We want so to keep can, the excitement. I can pick a row and then one of the sections, one of the three sections. That's what so I, I said. Be, yeah, oh. but at first you, you said you, it's you, not complicated. <laughs> you said the bro. top row. Oh no, no. I'm and saying then like, you said I'm saying like if you see if you see the trying to clarify, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pick any any row. You don't want to blow this bit in the first yeah. fucking time. Hey, dudes, I'm highly educated. <laughs> but but put that back. It. If you're going back there, could you numbers. put Jaws back in the J section if you're going back there? I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> what an I, honor. Uh, I don't even know. With Okay, I'll look for Jays. All right, no. so, Parker, why don't you go? Or I No, pick. you're grabbing it. Oh, I'm yeah. grabbing it. I'm out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I thought I was going to tell him the row. I the, thought the so, section. too. Oh, no, no. You grab it. I'm going to grab it. Yeah. Because he knows it by heart. Yeah. You grab something. All right. Off to a great start. Hold on, we're gonna hold on, Alex. Wait, I'm ready. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, Alex is going to grab a movie. Take your time. Think about it. Oh, I can look. Yeah. Okay. We should have brought out your snare for a drum roll. Damn. Where's the horn dogs when you need them? It's gonna be a red dawn. I can feel it. Red dawn. I want to get home tonight. All right. (laughs) This guy wants Taco Bell for God's sake. All right, dude. All right. All right. Go to town. Show us what movie. Oh. <laughs> Show us. <what> <laughs> 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 okay. I mean, how could uh, how how could I talk? Uh, how could I not say? I enjoyed this movie you, as a child. Did you find this movie. <sighs> where did I get this? This this, this might have been like fucking Sam Goody in Sunrise Mall. I got this. 
Um, my God, this movie is probably top 10 of all time for me. Um, it is by far one of the worst movies of all time, but that's probably why I love it. The two villains in this movie are literally called Whitey and Mustache because one guy is white and the other guy has a mustache. Uh, it's Nicole Kidman's first American movie. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Great, great career path. What similar career paths those two had? They know uh, top top billing. He's David probably, Argyle. He, he didn't make it. That was either Goose or PJ. He which, works at a Seven Eleven. He's like, you know, yeah. I was in BMX Bandit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I because, wish I had a claim to fame like yeah. that. Yeah. So pretty much, this movie is about. Am I supposed to review it? I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. No, just say whatever you want to say about it. You, I literally watch this movie almost every single day on tour with Sky Came Falling, but it would not start unless I probably had about a six pack in my system. Because nice. it's just that bad. This movie should come. Is this when you were in the back of the van with the, with the TV and the player? And the yes. Boxer? Yeah. So you were lonely. It was yeah. Like you were on tour. This, Nicole Kidman. This should have came with about a six pack because it's so fucking bad. I. What's the nudity factor? It's bad. There is. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Uh zero nudity. Oh. Um. <laughs> Next. That's yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> leave it to Alex to pick the, yeah. the, the BN. So I, I know mean, what the hell I want. <laughs> so I mean, the whole, BN. so now this came out, was it similar time to Rad? Yeah, oh. it was right around that, that time. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. since I was such a BMX Bandits fan, I refused to watch Rad for ye- I only saw what? Rad about a year ago. What? Because I refused to watch it because of this. That is not Rad. You yeah. were on Team BMX. <laughs> I not was. A rad yes. I, and I proudly, and I, so I proudly have a BMX Bandit shirt that somehow I found so, online. Okay. Which we're, I, we're, we're good. Okay. Then that's it. That, so that, you said Rad's a better movie. If no, you're absolutely old. not. So they're both terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is more terrible though. So that's <laughs> okay. It's my favorite. All right. And there you have it. <laughs> I was really looking for Gleam in the Cube, but I, I couldn't. I was I no. Know that's only that. on VHS. That's oh, a different that's right. segment. Yeah, that, so that, was, <laughs> that was actually three minutes. So I'll just make three videos that okay. you, you could slide across. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and then I'll just put the whole thing. The one thing about Facebook, they do. You know, you can put up that whole fucking video. Right. So Instagram, I just got to do the 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 three video thing. Do it up. Cool. Hope, so, hope we don't get a copyright thing for YouTube. Yeah, fuck. Well, that. we already talked about the Misfits, so none, yeah, none of this go. is well, going up anyway. Yeah. Here's the thing: <laughs> we the won't on, the mention on, it. In yeah, the, the only tags. way they'll flag it right. is um, we had it in the title. Yes, yeah. exactly. So let's do the second bit. So uh, wh- what I wanted everyone to do with with our guest and uh, with every guest moving forward is um, a way that we could share new music. So mm. we all pick two songs that we feel the other person has never heard. And uh, so I gave two songs to Parker. Parker gave two songs to Alex. Alex gave song, two songs to Langan, and Langan gave two songs to me. Um, so we listened to it for, for a week, and now what, we, uh, what we're going to say is what, what we like about the song, what we don't like about the song, and whether or not we're going to listen to it again. So, Parker. Do you want me to say what you gave me and everything? Yeah, yeah of okay. course. All right. So, the band was Idols. Okay. Is that how I pronounce it? Yeah. Idols 1049 Goth. Yeah. Um, I liked the recording. Didn't like the singer. The voice wasn't my cup of tea. For sure. Um, wouldn't listen again. Okay. Wouldn't listen so again. So, you liked the recording. Okay. Got yeah. It. And then the second song I gave second you? Second was Kids Pup. Well, the, so, the band is called band is called pup yes okay the song is kids yes okay um that i liked much better right off the bat 
Um, what I didn't like, there wasn't really a chorus, I guess. Um, but I definitely would listen to it again because I did listen to it again. So there you go. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, Alex, what did, what did Parker give you? <laughs> How many f- <laughs> two floor punch? Stuff? No, this is gonna surprise <laughs> both of you. This is gonna. Sur- I was expecting some metal. I was expecting incendiary. Tell you yeah. the truth. <laughs> two I gave him two. I gave him two. I gave him two hip hop songs. Oh. So, but I don't even know if it's like real hip hop. Probably not. So I got. Why would you give it to him? Smoking and drinking by Danny Brown. Oh, okay, that's good. I know he's a respected underground rapper. Yes. And you know. I have some issues with his voice. I'm not really into his voice. It's, even it's, though sometimes the cool underground rappers have these unique voices. Um, I thought the song was... I love you, Bri, but I thought the song was absolutely terrible. Damn. Okay. Uh, I guess the production was good. Like, I mean, oh. the sound quality was good. Wasn't really into the beat. I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. It's just not something I would listen All to. Right, so something you're not going to listen to again. Song number yeah. two. Song number two is OG by Tech 9 um, I thought this song was definitely better. Mm. Um, no way Parker listened to these. Yeah, songs. really? Ah. okay. But I'll again, show you my Spotify. They're both on mine. I mean, for <laughs> what it is, it's well done. Like I respect any you know people put themselves out there. I know these both of these guys are successful and they know what they're doing. Tech Nine is right. very successful. Yeah, he is. He is, and I know. But it's just like it. It had like a kind of. West Coast feel, but then I, he's like from the Midwest, right? Both, of, both of the guys are from the Midwest. Yeah, but they it had kind of like an older West Coast feel a little bit, but it definitely had that. I guess they were talking about the Midwest, like okay. Kansas. So just Juggalo not, country. What's up, Juggalo country? Yeah, <laughs> it's just from? it just wasn't my thing. Like you know, I mean, they're he knows what he's doing too. It's, it's fine. just it's, thought, it's, it's not a big. I was deal. just listening to it. I'm like, <laughs> you, you, terrible. You didn't like it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but I, you know what I mean. Like I just for me, listen, for my, you know. All we're doing is giving each other songs. It's not a big what deal. Yeah, it's just you, never, you never know. So, Some, you know, I hear something, you never... What did yeah. Alex give you? Uh, first one was uh, Fleet Foxes, Blue Spotted Tail. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I've heard them before. Uh, the, uh, uh, the Shrine and Argument, that mm-hmm. was the previous song, which I saw was on the same album as that. Yeah. Very ethereal voice. Good song. Reminded me of Cat Stevens a little bit. Like a, I could see yeah, it in a West, sure. yeah. Wes Anderson it's film or something like that. Song. Um it's not normally a band I normally go for, but I would definitely listen to it again. And uh, actually, it, it made me think of, too, another band that came out recently. It was a side project. Michael Ackerfeld of Opeth and Stephen Wilson of Porcupine Tree made an album called Storm Corrosion. Mm-hmm. And if you like that Fleet Foxes oh, I'd love album, to check that, out, check that yeah. out because I think you'd like it. But that was really good. I did. I was trying to figure out because I know you have a very eclectic taste. So I was trying to figure out maybe you wouldn't like no yeah, It's this. a bizarre the, yeah, this group or whatever. So. <laughs> no, no, I like those guys, but um, I hadn't heard that song. And the other one was Polvo, uh, Father of Forgiveness. That's a good one. Oh, Feather uh, of Forgiveness. Feather of Forgiveness. Yes. Yeah, not. I wasn't. Reminded me a little bit of Fugazi-ish when it first came out and stuff. It was a little dissonant for me. Not Very, totally yeah. my cup of tea. Uh, I like the singer, but a little rigid. Didn't wasn't really feeling a groove in it and stuff like that. So I probably exactly. I mean, that yeah. Again. It, it's like that. It's like but stiff, I get but that's what I like because there's a like dynamic. It's a little jawbox, a little fugazi. Mm-hmm. Which stuff, is exactly why I would listen to it. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like I, t- I wrote to, to Brian to like listen play to it loud. loud. Yeah, I did. Because it's like there's dynamics and that drum sound. It just like hits so hard. But right. then they just do. I don't know. I just That's something I thought maybe I want to see what you think because it's not. That's definitely not, I know that's not for everybody. 
But it, you it, have like very. It would be something I would. It would take a couple of listens for me. It would yeah. be something that that like right off the bat I was getting. Yeah, it's but, not. Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad mm-hmm. though. I'm not saying like, oh, that's fucking that was brutal. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like no. right. Yeah. Cool. For sure. I mean, if if somebody got two songs, I'd be surprised. Right. Uh, so Langan gave me "Enslaved Building with Fire." Um, what I liked about this song uh, was just a lot of the clean stuff and the fact that it, it's like an eight or nine minute song and there's a lot of flavors to it. Hmm. There's a lot of flavors to it. Uh, it. Some part like towards the end that almost sounded like a flaming lips part. Um, yeah, I kind of I gave them that to you because uh, they're a black metal band that can actually that gets melody. You know, and can dip in and out of it. They dip, and yeah. that, that's exactly what this song is. It reminded me of, you know, speaking of the Lords of Chaos, which we could talk about next. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it sounded like a, re, a black metal band with really great production, but also, yeah. uh, you know, whatever the next step after that, it, it sounded like an evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I didn't like, obviously, like I'm not, I'm not a big long song guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, would I listen to it again? Yeah, definitely for sure. Um, then the second song was really random. I have no idea. Like, never even heard of this band. Mongo Santa, Santa Maria. We got Latin soul, which I could only imagine he was being racist. <laughs> totally. Completely. Okay. Appropriation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, this band, uh, what I liked about the song is that it felt very familiar. I felt like I've heard it a hundred times you before. Have. Yeah. I'll tell you why I picked it. Just because I, I happen to be listening a lot at the time, and when, and when we talked about doing this, mm-hmm. I just grabbed it. But uh, all, any old hip hop documentary you've ever seen that plays like Jimmy Cast a Bunch, We've Only Just Begun, that track is another one. The stuff that predated hip hop, the stuff that they used to use breaks for, for sure. and loop, it's in every one of those songs. Very cool. And I had you to look it? up awesome. who it was, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, uh, that's kind of why I. I like that. Yeah, because so. Because uh, almost like James Brown, like everyone used those like right. drum patterns. And mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I would listen to it again. It, it uh, almost had like, I, I don't want to say Santana, but that's kind of like it had that very 70s flavor to it. It's a sure. 70s subway train kind of New York City kind of. Yeah. Like know, I track. could do coke to this song. Nice. <laughs> like that South Soul, Joe Baton kind of sure. shit. Yeah. But yeah, that's. But so I that, am a racist, though. That, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Just want to throw Go that out. Go back to your country. Yeah. <laughs> on my way, on my way. Um, Me too. But going, going back to, to those two bits. So I, I wanted to try something different. I feel like the show is an evolution. I feel like we should always just try different things. Mm-hmm. I felt like if we pick two songs for each other, that, you know. No, I love learning new shit about stuff I've never fucking. Because yeah. there's so much fucking music out there right now. Yeah, there's so great many idea. ways to hear it. It's it's great. And next time we'll just flip it. So then I'll do you, and then we'll go this way. Right. On um, Parker will give me two flip songs. <laughs> Got ready, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> um, now going to, I really do actually want to touch on Idols, and then we'll talk about Lords of Chaos real quick. Um, have you been listening to Idols, dude? I love idols. How fucking good are they? I the album before the the current album. That's my favorite. That's my shit. I love that. I, I thought it was the That's only one. I didn't even know if anyone listened to it because I'm just in my own little bubble. We and get it. Rich is far away. <laughs> and one time, you know, like I think last year, last summer, Dave came by and I was playing the new album, like on like outside. Dave and his family came by, and he's like, "Yo, dude, what is this? Is this Prodigy?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No, dude." 
And then I was like, but I definitely like the the album. Before I haven't that. clicked play it's on them yet. So what what kind of good. what kind of shit is it? Okay, what is so it? I gave him my favorite song off that record. I gave Parker, which is a uh, ten forty nine goth. And goth he hated album. it. Goth. He hated it. But <laughs> and I, I, good I recording see, now. again, it's not something for everybody. Yeah, like, like, I can see that. It's know? not for everyone. So I got into them with this last record. I heard Never Fight a Man with a Perm. I'm like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> great title. That's fucking great. This is cool. I bought tickets to go see them at uh, Brooklyn Steel, and it was sold out. And you ever go see a band that you kind of know, and you go somewhere, and there's a, like thousands of people in this fucking Brooklyn Steel place singing along to every song, and the band plays like fucking at the drive-in. Like, they're insane. Yeah. But the singer is, it's like an abrasive thing, and it's a very repetitious thing, but the lyrics connect. The music is very noisy. Uh, it's it's the most punk thing that I've Dude, heard. Dude, I think, I agree. It's so, to me, like, you know, punk is thrown around a lot, but when I heard this, this I'm punk. like, this is fucking so punk, like what I would picture. I mean, I describe things like punk, this and that. But I was like, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, this, it, to me, from like all the years of listening to different punk throughout the ages or whatever, throughout the years or whatever, I'm like, this to me is like what the fucking epitome of what I think punk Punk is. rock is. And I just think it's hard. I think these guys are fucking, it's like hard music. It's like hard. We got to see them. Like man. these guys are like, like on steroids compared to like, you know, I don't know. I just, and I think you, it's so you either get it or you don't. Intensely. What? Like yeah. the Pulva thing, like, you know, he likes black metal. I don't. There's certain things that just click with yeah. people. Mm -hmm. And this really clicked with me to the point where it just, it was cathartic to watch them. And God, it made so me jealous. feel like, like I said, I left there and I'm like, this, that band is fucking punk rock. Like unbelievably punk rock. Lyrically, it's, their lyrics yeah. are so uplifting in a way that is so relatable um, they're they're and sometimes they're really nasty too, but they're like it's just I don't know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's very just. It sounds authentic. I can't me. say I enough know, about this band. Idols. They have two records and they're fucking phenomenal. Um, did you see Lords of Chaos? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, so the three of us did. So, um, I finally saw it on Hulu, and I I fucking loved it. Uh, Parker, what did you think? I thought it was great. Um, going into it, I you know I remember Langan talking about it a while ago, and he obviously knows more about the story and you know, the the bands that I do. But I was just like, ah, fuck it, I'll I'll give it a whirl or whatever. And uh, I don't know. I thought the, I thought the Macaulay Culkin was Rory Rory Culkin. Yeah, is that his name. I thought that he he was great. I thought it was great. Um, you know, playing the character um, from from what little I knew. Um, you know, not a lot of big actors in it, which I, I always kind of like. I always like to try to, you know, find new actors to watch. And, a budget uh, will do that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it got, uh, when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, I was like, it's kind of slow and blah, 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 and cheesy. And then when it did actually kick in, I was just like, holy shit, like this is, you know, when, when, when he's, you know, I didn't want to spoil alert or anything, but like when he. No, you can spoil. Okay. When he slit his throat. I, I didn't think it was real. I was just like, oh, I was like, that's not fucking real or whatever. And then I was like, holy shit. I was like, he really did do it. And then when he stuck the gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger, I was just like, holy shit. Right. I was like, I'm sold. 
the know? violence is very graphic. Yeah, uh, it's surprising. I, I spoke on this film at the, I saw it at the the Huntington Cinema Arts. I don't know what episode, but uh, yeah, I I liked it. I knew the story. A lot of it wasn't completely accurate. But I'm not somebody that thinks biopics are fucking accurate. Could people get over that shit? Like, especially the black metal. It's not even the way. Like, get over, no biopics. It's about the spirit of this time, the band. It's not going to get everything, whatever. It's it's a movie, okay? But uh, I, I thought they did a good job of it. The only thing that bothered me was, like, I wish they just feigned a accent. I didn't like that they didn't because just because that music is so associated with the Scandinavian region that just distracted me a little bit. I didn't like that they sound like they were from Kansas. But yeah, for that's sure. a minor fucking minor you know, thing. whatever. Yeah, I, I I expected to hate it right away because everyone seemed to be so anti this movie, but I think not being connected to that scene on any level allowed me to just watch this movie for what it was, which I thought it was entertaining. Did I care if the story was accurate? No. It's I like d- The Dirt. The Dirt wasn't exactly all yeah. accurate, but guess what? It was a good fucking movie. It was fun. Yeah, I Get dug over it. it. I dug it. For you sure. know? Um, but yeah, okay. Lords of Chaos on Hulu for sure. Yeah. Check it out. Get that Hulu. Watch it. You and I, Alex, have been watching the show Euphoria. Yes. By Sam Levinson. Mm-hmm. Fucking, how good is that show? Dude, it's, it's phenomenal. Right? Yeah, it's really good. Actually... Um, my wife, Shay, she originally, she was watching it and I kind of was getting glimpses and I'm like, oh, this is like pretty fucking crazy. But I was like, ah, oh, it's just like some, you know, I, I didn't really know the story. I didn't blah, blah, blah. I, th- I started to, then I went back and I started to watch it from the beginning and I got the story and I've been following it since. And it's just so incredibly well done. It's. I'm one behind. Yeah. Oh God. It's. Yeah, I just watched the the latest episodes. It's just. It's really really good. And they're and all it, just like the last OG season too. They're all named after hip hop songs. All mm-hmm. the titles of, of music's really good. Yeah. Um. On the show, it's. I think you know it does portray a lot of what people what kids today are going. It's like stuff we've all kids. gone through. It's kids, but it's now been updated with te- the technology yes. and like you know the I guess some newer social kind of phenomena. But it's it's basically growing up and some of the, the, the harder parts of growing up, basically. Relatable, because it's kids. Mm-hmm. When we watch kids, I'm like, oh shit, that's like us hanging out. It's kids, the movie Kids in 2019, mm-hmm. with a different soundtrack, different drugs, and now with a cell phone and that attachment. Um, there's a trans actor in it. Yeah, it's like all the issues of today basically are in it, what kids are going through, what you see in the news. Um, yeah, and the, the direction is great. So it's Sam Levinson, which is Barry Levinson's son. Mm-hmm. So he created this TV show, and it's on HBO. And like, yeah, Sounds good. It's fucking... Man, once you get past the... Because a lot of people seem to have an issue with it. And when I see on Facebook, anyone who has an issue with it, I'm like, yo, I'm like, you were shooting heroin. <laughs> Like, mm. oh, you guys were sucking dick and doing all this shit. Like, right. now you're grown ups. Like, yeah. I mean, it definitely makes me. I know. Like, you know, I have a, you a daughter. Should. It makes me, like, worry about what is her life going to yeah. look like, especially growing up and how hard it is, like, socially. But it's a, you know, I think it's a fictional story, but it's, like, real <clears> stuff <throat> that happens. And it's, like, people go through a lot of crazy shit, even if you're not 
you either seen it or you heard about it or even if you haven't, it's happening. You know, have you guys seen just... the film Eighth Grade that came out yes. last year? I thought that was great. That was kind of it reminds me of what you're talking about and stuff because I felt the same exact way about it. I mean, I want to check this show out too, but Eighth Grade is a little bit. Um, it's almost like the precursor, right, to this show. Okay, because this is high school and they seem like I, it was. Man, episode three. I've never seen more dicks in my life ever on TV. It was just sold. (laughs) Um, And it's just once you get over the shock value of what the content is, you are able to realize that reality is reality. Mm -hmm. And sometimes reality is that shocking because that's what people are doing. But the direction, phenomenal. The writing, the acting, and the soundtrack, fucking A+, man. And this guy... Also made a movie before the show called Assassination Nation. So, so just in closing for Assassination Nation, the plot, and it's also on Hulu, which is once again to, to talk about how cool Hulu is. Um, I'm not sure right now. Sam Levinson um, wrote and directed this thing. So these four, it's a town, and this town keeps getting hacked, and all their these people's text messages and Facebook messages and everything get it's getting leaked all around this neighborhood and the hacking keeps getting worse and worse. And all these neighbors decide to, uh, I guess they're all talking shit about each other. So that's where the violence comes out. You know, it's like, Oh, you fucked my fucking girlfriend. Oh, that's a really good idea. You fucked my fucking boyfriend. Oh, it's yeah. like, Oh, all you hate me. Out. You call me. So oh, all shit. the dirt gets fucking thrown out of this neighborhood and everyone just starts losing their mind oh, and fucking God. killing each other. Now, <laughs> unfortunately, great, I mean that's such that's it's fuck, a, that's really good. That's it's a, a great yeah. premise. Yeah, it's a great totally. premise. Unfortunately, the execution uh, could have been a little bit better, and a lot of the characters and and things that went on with Assassination Nation, I feel like he carried on to Euphoria. Um, there's also a trans character and the football team and all this other shit. So there's a lot, a lot of parallels. So, but check it out. I, I, I really enjoy it. Um, so now we're going to do something that we haven't done ever. Uh, you know, there, it's been two months since, since we did a show and I feel like we have so much to say and I'm sure we've seen a lot of stuff. This show is nothing but music, uh, movies and pop culture. And, uh, I feel like a lot of people might value our opinion on, on certain things. So, Langan, j- just pick one thing and we'll go around the room, you know, something that you want to shine a light on. Yeah, um, the I just finished the Chernobyl series, the five-part series from HBO, which I know a lot of people saw. Um, one of the most horrific things I've ever seen. <laughs> when people say, I, I don't get scared by horror movies and stuff. Yeah, you shouldn't. That shit's a joke. This shit <laughs> was, shook me to the core. The The hospital scenes were absolutely crushing. I mean, was crushing. And uh, what a great piece. Greatly acted. HBO kills it. Um, amazing. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, like, very good. Um, so, Alex, with you. Um, something I just started watching on Amazon. It's I'm new. I'm kind of new to the Amazon shows. I tried that show about the the one about that people thought was on Netflix, and they did that big, uh, they did, like, a petition to get rid of it, like some Christian group. Good almonds. Yeah, and I tried to. Li- I really wanted to like that. I didn't like it, but anyway, um, too old to die young. It's this. It's like a it's kind of like a quirky, stylized drama, murder. Like this. It's a cop. It's. I don't know. I don't even know how to fully explain it. 
but it seems like it's gonna it's really shot well it's like the cinematography it's beautiful um i think the acting's good uh it looks like it's gonna shape up to be a pretty interesting uh show so very cool so you said it's on amazon it's on amazon okay yes. parker uh cobra kai season two uh, it's on YouTube, uh, red. red, but now I think it's, I think everything's going on YouTube now. So now I can actually fucking cancel that and get my 10 bucks back. But, uh, <laughs> did it lose its magic? They, they only did no, it. No, it definitely didn't lose its magic. They uh, only did it on a trial. I think you is that what it is. Premium, yeah. okay. Um, so crease is full blown in this season. So he comes back and, uh, you know, so him and, you know, Johnny are trying to work it out, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a there's a fallout and Kreese, you know, goes away. But there's a lot of uh, still older characters from the first film that they didn't use in the first season that come into this. And uh, I think I seriously feel like if you could take like a fucking needle and stick it in my brain and then attach it to like the writer's hand, it's like every fucking episode that comes out, it's like... What I'm watching is what I would want to see. That's why I'm really into this fucking show. Scary, scary yeah. thought. Yeah. I can't <laughs> and, wait to see that. Yeah. That's, that's and it left it, um, you know, I'm not going to say who it is, but it left it on a good cliffhanger. Somebody from, you know, the first movie, and they're already talking about getting other characters from, you know, the rest of the film. So great show. Okay. Uh, for me, I've been watching uh, City on a Hill on Showtime. That's coincidentally Barry Levinson. Uh, Sam Levinson's son, uh, you know, Rain Man, all this other shit. It's got Kevin Bacon. Uh, it's got this other dude whose name I completely forgot, but it's it's uh, produced by M- actually right. I'm trying to think of what Matt Damon and 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 Affleck have to do with it. I feel like it's it's almost like a a, a spinoff of of the town. Um, so there's bank robberies. Is uh, takes place in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, nope. <laughs> got it right. <laughs> gotta, gotta be wicked smart. Uh, How you like them? Are you from Southie? Listen, yeah. it's it's basically like a uh, like the wire in in Boston, and it's it takes place somewhere in the eighties. I think like late eighties. I'm interested. And uh, so good. Kevin Bacon plays a complete douchebag, but he's a likable douchebag. And it's got a great cast and uh, crime and racism and all that other good stuff that we all love. We all love about Boston. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to Langan. Uh, I Love You Now Die. Um, okay. A two-part doc, HBO doc, which th- 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 they kill it, man, with their documentaries. But uh, great case uh, about a girl who uh, supposedly texted by texting, bullied, somebody into suicide possibly but she didn't actually do it and the legalities of whether she was responsible for this kid's suicide but broken really well done as far as doing it in two parts because it's basically like you're the jury the part one is the prosecution part two i felt one way when it was over part one like oh my god for sure one way totally this way I watched the defense, the part two. I felt a completely different way. Yeah. And it was really a gray area and an interesting case. I wouldn't say what happens, but well worth a watch. Yeah, it's very like an unprecedented thing, uh, especially uh, being that social media is so like revolutionary. And, and, you know, it's been around for a while, but not that long when you think of like history of life. And, and it's one of those cases where you're like, holy shit. Like, it's such a vague legal question. Yeah. Like, of where it, the blame stands. And, uh, I mean, it's a tragedy all around and stuff. It's a sad story, but definitely had me thinking and, and, and very well done the way they set it up. I think she got, I don't know, it's one of those things because, you know, 
if it happened to one of your family members, I'm sure you would feel different. Yeah. But but yeah. in a way, like you know, what can you possibly do as far as years? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. It's, it, it's a fucked up thing. Like very it, unique it, case. Very right? unique. Yeah. Very yeah. unique. And I, I think it it definitely will help. Them eyebrows cases. though. Them eyebrows for mm. sure. <laughs> distracting oh, yeah i can't imagine seeing that girl on like tinder or something show, she had normal eyebrows and all the old pictures why what how did they get like that Vinny, the, the Vinny, the chin why did she let defense. him fill out like no that? i'm just saying like she probably like was like maybe <laughs> i'm if, gonna look crazy i'm gonna look crazy and i'm gonna <laughs> fucking bleach my like i gotta do something with my eyebrows so oh, but back to alex anything else um i just started watching a show called the r style chronicles it's on netflix um, it's for a South Korean series. Um, it kind of like to describe it quickly. I mean, the, the thing I don't like is cause I, I don't, you know, subtitles, you know, once you get it over the subtitles, you get lost into the story, but, um, it's kind of like a mix to me. Just a quick uh, like description would be maybe a game of Thrones ish mixed with like Beastmaster. It's like a fantasy, but there's like war and you know it's I'm just getting into it. It's really cool. The the way it's shot is beautiful. Um totally up my alley kind of story so far. It's kind of the theme song is like a total rip of like Game of Thrones meets Rome. If you watched Rome on HBO, that was like a two season series which I thought was phenomenal. It was, you know, cool visuals. You got a little bit of like nudity. A little uh, BN. No no BN so far. <laughs> no nudity, but it's just it's a really cool show. Okay. Um, and I haven't heard anything about it from anybody, so I just thought I'd throw it out there. Definitely. Well, that's because this show's not South Korean. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is in South Korea. Well, I'm a England now, brother. I know you <laughs> made it to England with Davy Bright. For sh- Yo, shout out to Davy Bright. Yeah, Davy Bright's all right. He wanted me to say something, and I totally forgot what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Smith. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that in a minute. Okay. So, Parker. Uh, Stranger Things season three. Mm. Uh, my I God. didn't get to the last episode okay. yet. So uh, no spoiler alert. So, please. So, opening, to... opening scene, they're in a movie theater. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, they're going to go watch, you know, Back to the Future 2. I love that movie. Then they're in the movie theater. And what do they sit down and watch? Fucking Day of the Dead. I was like, all right, I'm sold right here. Um, so, great season i mean you get carrie yules you know playing this uh this asshole mayor of the town uh jake Busey out of nowhere working at another the, asshole another asshole <laughs> you know of starship troopers fame you know working at the uh working at like the local uh paper because two of the older characters got a job over there but uh i'm a sucker for this show man but just between the fucking music and the visuals and just the uh, the, just the retroness, the '80s ness. Like, Any fan of the '80s and nostalgia, yeah, like, it's like candy. It's yeah. cotton candy for you. It's yeah. just like you I'm, know. I'm in there, man. So I mean, it, it was a great season. I'm sad, you know, to see that the next season is supposedly going to be the last one. But is it? Fucking, if you're going to go out, fucking super do it happy. Winona Ryder had to come back. Yeah, too. you know, Long overdue. Yeah. Love her. For I'm sure. still up to uh, season one, oh, well. but I, I thought it was great. Well, I just God damn to it! How can you be up to season one? I mean, it's like you well, didn't I mean, even start I mean, it. I mean, I mean, I'm up to season two. I mean, I watched up through season one. I'm up to like I put it in my queue, and I never <laughs> press play. Well, <laughs> just waiting for the been. South Korean version. Uh, it's a rough crowd, Alex. You know what? <laughs> Next time you want culture, <laughs> okay. So to build upon that, I'm going to go back to Hulu and. Uh, so my girlfriend always falls asleep to either Friends or The Office. She's seen these series like for her whole life and it's just this 
She'll start in the beginning, and by the time it gets to the end, she'll just flip it over. She'll watch the same season. Wow. It's like a comfort thing. So for me, my comfort is the Goldbergs. Um, mm. 23 minute episodes of like you said 80s and i love where they're like you know 1980 something yep. uh i could watch this show i've seen the same episodes over and over again and hulu has all the seasons i it's my favorite if if any if hulu had nothing but the goldbergs it'd be worth the fucking five dollars or whatever the fuck we pay for it so that's me anything else uh yeah we're just doing stuff that's on streaming services so yeah, whatever whatever um Oh, I did catch uh, Life After Flash documentary Ooh, on yeah. Amazon Prime. Um, if you're, I grew up. Flash Gordon was one of my fucking favorite movies, dude. I, I have it, love it. It's campy. I yeah. love everything about it. I love the way it looks, the colors, mm -hmm. the Queen soundtrack kicks ass. Every, Ornella Moody is had a major crush on so her hot. growing up. Oh so my hot. god, She's to this still day, fine as hell, right? But uh, it's basically it. it it's for, I thought it was going to be just about the actor who played Flesh, Sam Jones, I think his name was. Yep. And, you know, he and his I guess there was a lot of issues with him having a big ego on set and Dino De Laurentiis, the producer and blah, blah, blah. And obviously he didn't do much after that. So his life and, you know, and then hitting the convention circuit like so many of those people do and trying to make a comeback, etc. But it, it it's not just about him, though. It goes into the whole film and backstory, of the film and little side things has a lot of the actors from it. If you were a fan of that movie growing up, and you should be, it's uh, it's fantastic, and it's on Prime right now. Life After Flesh. Prime has really good documentaries. Killer stuff. You can yeah. get lost on Prime. Just, I mean, there's just endless stuff. And the thing about Prime is that they like, unlike Netflix. Netflix, I feel like you need to have a certain amount of like production value. Yeah. I think like Prime has They'll like put anything up there. <laughs> For real, for yeah. better or for worse. For better, like the green jelly documentary that looked like somebody made it. Yeah, which you know, is something with I a green jelly never, budget. They're not things like I've researched, <laughs> seen a trailer for. I've just gone on the page. Yeah. Oh wow, let me check that out. And for I sure. might have never seen it. I would yeah. have never fucking seen that shit. And that band sucked. I fucking would never even like them. But I like that documentary. <laughs> it was well, fun. What's man. really interesting about the documentary is his uh, his plan. So he has basically can't knock the hustle, man. Yeah, he he tours, and he's the only member. So every city or place that he goes to, there's a different band that knows the songs. Yeah, and that's how he and he made bank on that shitty Three Little Pigs yeah. song, yeah. selling it off to fucking a couple of things. And uh, I mean, God bless the guy. It's, it's amazing. A, it's a unique story it's uh, an american success yeah, story yeah. right there <laughs> all i could think about was how bad the costumes must smell that's what that yeah get past for that. sure for yeah. sure but yeah. like he shows up and it's like he's got de like designated people that know somewhere the to stay yeah he stays with one of them they come up they play their shitty songs and stuff <laughs> he gets paid <laughs> and he moves on he yeah. seems to be having a great time but for uh you know what for sure yeah but that's... i stumbled upon that just on the home page on prime like i never yeah. would have looked for Good that stuff. a lot of stuff like that yeah anything else alex um, yeah, uh, Big Little Lies, it's on season two. Um, I didn't really watch the first season, but as my wife was recapping to come, you know, she was excited for season two, I started to watch it. Because at first it just seemed like something like, like a kind of woman show that's something I couldn't relate to or wouldn't, wouldn't like the story, it would just be like lame. Yeah. Fucking great, great show. Great story, great acting, great, great, um. Great cast. Yeah, great cast, uh. It's cool. It kind of it's it, it's got me in there. Like, and I'm I'm definitely like I want to see what happens next. Um, 
You're you're one of the women now. I am. It's <laughs> yeah. like a good thing to watch with your significant other, whether it be male, female. What's I, that on? Life, HBO. Uh, HBO. Okay. I bailed on uh, that Big one. Little Eyes. It's you know again like I, at first I was like oh I'm never gonna I would never like this I'll just like scroll on my phone or whatever while I'm, I'm just I'm, watching I'm, it. You're too much of a man to watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Very sure. manly. Well, actually, between that lots and, of facial hair. Between that and she make she like when we have two TVs. Not I don't know dicks on it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We were very excited about that season, that episode three of Euphoria. I've just never, (laughs) I've never seen that many dicks, and like you know what, that's okay. I couldn't help but compare. I was like very envious of like half of them. I'm like, God, I'm like, how old are these kids? Um, But yeah, what are we in Europe? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Parker, anything? Uh, When they see us, that was the last one. Uh, I think that was HBO, Netflix, Netflix. It is okay. Uh, Based on a true story. About these five teens that were uh, falsely accused in Harlem, and uh, I-, I liked the uh, I liked the miniseries because it's almost like each episode they almost took uh, a character and based you know that entire episode on uh, on that one character. That's what Euphoria does. Yeah, and I, I loved it. And I mean, uh, John Leguizamo was in it. Who I-, I feel like I could watch John Leguizamo in anything, even Land of the Dead. But uh, what about the pest? It was Jesus Christ. <laughs> put a little, John Leguizamo rega- regarding Henry fame, you know, in one of his first movies. But uh, I really fucking love this show. I mean, uh, it was good. This like uh, like the act. I watched. Uh, I watched the show. Then I went back and actually watched the documentary to see how uh, it's called the Central Park Five. Yes. Yeah, see how see how close I it saw was. the doc. Yeah. yeah. And the, the show was yeah. phenomenal. So. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, for me, I'm going to go now to uh, Twilight Zone. Actually, mm. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to go to Black Mirror. So Black Mirror Season 5 premiered. There was only three episodes. I've only seen two of the three so far, but the first one is called uh, Striking Vipers. And it was like the most Black Mirror-esque one <laughs> out of the two. Uh, have you seen it? No. Have you I- anyone? Um, I've seen... I only got the season one. Oh, you only got the season one. Okay. I've seen but season one. I've seen a, a few <laughs> episodes, but it's a great show. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Totally. So th- this one, you know, um, it's it's always about technology and how insane it is. And this one, these two guys, um, I guess it's kind of uh, Mortal Kombat or like one of those like fighting things. And they're able to physically be in there. And uh, one of them plays a girl. This guy plays a girl. One of the characters that fights, and the other one plays a dude. So you can figure out where that goes because it gets very weird, and they have very confused feelings as to what's going on in the game. And when they come back to reality, it's very strange, and they don't know how to feel about it. Um, so, yeah. That's really interesting, though. Yeah, That's check really, it out. It's called really Striking cool. Vipers. Yeah. It's the first episode of Season 3 Black Mirror. Do you have anything else? Uh, yeah. Um Saw it on DVD. I know we've been doing a lot of streaming stuff, but uh, I just wanted to shout out Under the Silver Lake. Oh, um, I still haven't seen that. I want to see that. Yeah, really good movie. Uh, very just. I like films that 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 like where they're shot is almost a character. Like uh, like one of my favorite films, Night on Earth by Jim Jarmusch. It takes five, five different cities and and the night and one planet or whatever but the cities are like such unique characters and uh for this it's silver lake california and uh it's a very david lynchy kind of dream state jerry smith of, loves it yeah it's uh it's hard to describe exactly but it, it it's not anything linear 
You know what I mean? It's not a very tied up with a neat bow, a little bit of mystery, but it, it it's worth a watch and it aesthetically is it was fantastic. One of the better movies I've seen in a while. All right, last one. Um well this is one that's been I guess I have a bunch, but I'm gonna go to this one that this show that I thought I recently started getting into Arrested Development because I you know, forever I've heard how great it was and it's great. Yeah. But I'm gonna not gonna go into it because it's been around. But on the offshoot, like a couple of the guys, like um Ozark is um you know be, uh Jason Bateman, Bateman. Jason Bateman who's phenomenal but then there's uh Will Arnett who actually has a show for it was like a two season show called Flaked and that was a show I just would recommend I thought he he was great acting it was more of a drama it wasn't a comedy um and it was a show on Netflix like early on when they started their series and I thought it was really well done so yeah he's to... he's he's a great like actor yeah he's like just he, he was stuff. so polar opposite of the rest of development um i had like a man crush on him and then i went back and watched <laughs> I'll, rest of development I'll i'm out. like oh my god <laughs> I'm like this guy this is the, this is my guy yeah i'll edit surprised. talking I'll, about bateman with man crushes right what's the matter what do you got i was you got gonna to say that i'll let it dead out there <laughs> i'm not worried <laughs> let the world know uh um, my f- Parker you guys should one. get together uh, and watch Arrested Development. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Man. Episode three of Euphoria too. We'll get real, we'll get crazy. That's it. With all those decks, <laughs> oh, a lot man. of decks. The um, end. Standoff at Sparrow Creek was the last thing that I watched, uh, which is also on Hulu, and uh, it was done by the producer of Bone Tomahawk. Uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, Reservoir Dogs. How it's very, uh, you know, very few locations on the movie. This is a movie. It wasn't a show. And uh, it's about this group of mercenaries that uh, are all in this warehouse, and they're listening to a CB. And all over the uh, all over the country, actually, um, a bunch of killings start happening with cops, and they're trying to figure out, you know, is it is it them? You know, was it because there's all these different groups of mercenaries? But uh, I'm mean, a huge fan of Bone Tomahawks. So I mean, with this guy producing it, I figured, you know, how the hell could you go wrong? But it's on Hulu right now. Standoff at Sparrow Creek. I think it was about an hour and a half, so it's not that long or whatever. But uh, I like those closed, you know, cornered movies where it's not a lot of locations and, uh, you know, very detailed with the characters, which is good. Cool. So I'll, I'll do my last one, which uh something that I randomly saw that I wanted to see and I got added to HBO uh, now. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. I saw it. Very saw it. long, cool movie. And I think I described it on Facebook as, like, visually, it reminded me of, like, uh, Mandy, where it's like, you get this movie that looks so nice, directed so well, it's got Bill Pullman's son, it's got um, uh, Melanie and fucking Don Johnson's daughter, it's got a great cast, uh, with the simplest of stories, but the way it's presented, you're almost, you feel like you're watching art. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's like um, these random characters all go to this hotel for whatever reason. Uh, some of them are obviously looking for money, which you know right away in, from the beginning. Uh, Jeff Bridges, man, it, it's just a really good cast, and and the movie's broken up, and it follows each of them randomly, and uh, it's it's just very good. Like I I really really enjoyed it. Um, at its core, it's actually really not a good movie. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's not a good movie, but it's presented so well. It's like Mandy. Like Mandy is the simplest story ever. Right. Because at the end of Mandy, when it was over, I was like, "Wow, that looked great." And then when I thought about it, I was like, 
what did I just watch? Yeah. Some it's just, I mean, that's what it, it is. What it is. Like, it's a style. If you like it, you very like stylistic. it. Very I mean, stylistic. Yeah. What did you everything think? Everything has to have a great. I thought very similar. I thought, again, the look was everything. The, the way it was shot. I want to like, want to stay there. And I like looked up and the characters place, and it's like you know I, I don't think I could stay there. But, um, <laughs> but it was like um, the characters was... were cool. Jeff Bridges yeah. again. He's yeah. just so good. He's um, awesome. And it was just it was a good good watch. It was like you know like a dazed and confused. There was no real story, but it was just a great to watch. It's not that anywhere near like that, you know, comparable as far as story wise. But it's just like something you enjoy, you watch, and then you move on. It's just like really well done. I like I like that stuff. I like it doesn't I like... need to be like a you know the most amazing you know Emmy award or whatever. No, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Visually, bandits or something. Yeah. Nice. yeah. But yeah, like all these characters meet in this hotel, and it like I it's two hours and twenty two minutes, and I I wasn't bored for any of it. Very simple story, and by the end of it, it was just it was great. So it's up on HBO. Very lastly, uh, we watched. I've I, I've been waiting for the movie Nightmare Cinema. Mm-hmm. So that's a horror anthology. Yes. Um, I know. I told you to watch it, and you yeah. watched it. Yeah. So, Loved it. Okay. Are you a fan of horror anthologies, Alex? Um, like, like creep show shit like that. Yeah, I like stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a huge fan. I'll watch, I'll watch it, and I'll enjoy, enjoy it. But you know, I don't oh. have much to offer. The uh... <laughs> okay. Well, so, so listen. So th- this movie came out. Um, you know, I watched it on Amazon. Uh, you know, rented. So it was like seven bucks. Completely. Every now and then. Mm-hmm. I'll go spend thirty, forty dollars to go sit in a movie theater. Right. Whenever I have the option to spend seven dollars and watch it on TV, sure. In the comfort of my boxers, I'm going to go for it, and that's what I did. And so it, it's it's a wraparound story with five uh, directors. So uh, Mick Garris is the guy that made the movie. He, he put got, the whole thing together. He put the whole thing together. He got the guy who did One of the Dead. Spanish he was very dude. involved with the Masters of Horror series. People probably Mick know that already, but yeah, like, yeah. He puts. Puts this kind of shit together well. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So he got the dude who did One of the Dead. Right. He got Joe Dante, obviously legendary, Gremlins, Howling. Mm-hmm. Did the second story. The third story was the guy who did Midnight Meat Train. The four- <laughs> I saw that. You did, right? Yeah, I did. Bradley Cooper, another <laughs> yeah. n- n- another crush? Nice. Yeah, man crush? No, no, no. But that, that, too hot? He's yeah, no Will Arnett. He's no, no Will Arnett, man. <laughs> Uh, number four. Who was the fourth one? Uh, it was the guy who did Hard Candy. Yeah, David Slade. He also yes. did Black Mirror, and then Mick did the last one. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of it? I loved it. I thought. Uh, I mean, some of the stories are better than others. Of course, you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that. Um, but uh, a lot, a lot packed into this film. I thought the thing in the woods, the first one, was very good. I thought Joe Dante's the with the plastic surgery would. Very, I thought that was great. It, you know, it was like the Twilight Zone episode. They're they all kind of love lettered. Even the first one with the, it was like kind of Evil Deadish kind of feel to evil it. Evil you know? Deadish, right? Two and four were unbelievably. Four was my favorite. Two and four were unbelievably Twilight Zone. Four was like and reminded me of Jacob's Ladder a little bit. That one was called This Way to Egress. Okay, and uh, that was so surreal, dark, and the way it was shot. And, Fucking uh, good was that? So good. And then the third one reminded me of, of Fulci. Like yeah. it reminded me of okay. City of the Dead. I could see that. And yeah. all this stuff, uh the satanic stuff. Man, it was it's so far my favorite horror movie of the year. I thought the last one was the weakest entry. That's mix. Yeah. I like the idea. 
Yeah. I like the idea, you know, this this kid who... That kid annoyed me for some reason. For sure. Yeah. He's in a car accident and his mom... Anna, no, 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 actually... Annabeth Gesh. Was it? Yeah. From Hiding Out fame. Okay. okay. Oh, hiding Out, John... Yo, shout out to John Cryer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so uh, you know, this kid's parents get murdered and uh, he's like somewhere in purgatory and uh, the killer is this trying to kill... Over the top. Scuzzy criminal. Yep. That hunts yeah. him down in the hospital. I was just like, I couldn't get into that part. But well, the one, the one, ahead. the I'm one sorry. guy. You know, he's trying to kill him in reality, right. and and his mom's trying to pull. He sees dead people. Yeah. Six so senses. He, he's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I thought it was a touching story, but definitely yes. like my least favorite out of the four. I really enjoyed the Dante one because. Yeah. I felt anxiety. It the body horror yeah like what are you doing to my face right. i also love the uh this kind of thing where one person isn't in on it and there's this whole staff of people that yeah. know they do this horrific shit yeah and like who to trust i love that kind of stuff and that was that richard chamberlain right yep. was he the uh, doctor yeah he was great and uh yeah very yes. twisted you're uh, right for sure very twisted the only, the only thing that was really odd about this film and it's mickey that, rourke yeah. yes <laughs> Who's always odd looking, but and I love Mickey Rourke. Me too. Like, You're the dragon. I love the wrestler when it came. That that shit was fantastic. Yeah. Like his old Tupac, stuff, you know, yeah. from the B section. Fantastic. But he, 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 uh, he's always Mickey Rourke. He doesn't, you know, like blend into. Uh, uh, he he had the shirt on, <laughs> like it just. Do you he, know the jacket? He's essentially the crypt keeper, yeah, or whatever. Is. That the one tying it all in. I did find that amusing though that he came out right after the plastic surgery. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, perfect sense. Guess he's never been on the I, show. I guess. I guess <laughs> if you're putting this film together, you get a name like that. Helps probably sell distribution. You got one name in there. He comes in. He's a little one liners, but really anybody could have probably played that position but i get it i get why you put so a name in there on the shockwaves podcast shout out to our past guest rob galuzzo yes and congratulations congratulations on your new uh, uh job over at fangoria yes. so they had mick on they had mick on and he said that they wanted uh i forgot who else they wanted but like uh the agent offered mickey rourke and he's like oh let me see if he'll do it and what mick said was that I guess before he accepted or whatever, like he, you know the, the the jacket that he wears, like that long leather jacket. He said he had that custom made for five grand and gave them the bill before he, they even yeah, approved yeah. it. Wow. And Mick was like, "Okay, I guess we'll do this then." <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just thought that was so fun. Wow. That's yeah. that's some Hollywood shit right there. No doubt. So now. Um, towards the end, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, you know, we're, we're beyond the, ha the halfway point. We talked a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. Um, now I want to talk music to close out the show. Um, I asked everyone to give me their top five albums of the year so far. And uh, so let's kick it off. Langan, give me your number five album of 2019 so far. Uh, Baroness Golden Gray. Um, I love these guys for quite some time i think i remember reading when the red album came out and the or uh, god i don't even remember what year that was uh but that was their first record i read about it in the back of a revolver magazine picked it up and and fell in love with these guys i think pound for pound they're one of the best rock bands on the planet uh right now uh, they do a lot of different styles every album's a little different than the next this one i hear 
elements of uh, Pink Floyd with heavier stuff. And I guess they fall under, you know, if I'm going to give you a broad term, stoner rock or something like that, if I had to like lump it in for like general interest purposes. But uh, they've never put out a bad album, uh, period. Everything they've ever made is worth listening to. And uh, this one, I... I have it at five. I need more time to listen to it. It just came out recently and stuff yeah. like that, but uh, I, I love it. Okay. Alex? All right. I just want to preface with what I say before. I I was like doing some research on albums that came out this year, and a lot of albums I really liked came out last year, so I kind of like had to start from scratch, and I was looking through all these albums, and there was a lot of artists that I really like that I've liked in the past, and I just like wasn't feeling a lot of their stuff, and I have these like little stupid one-thing reviews, so... Anyway, um, so these are albums of artists you like but don't like. No, what no, they these are. I'm year. just saying it was really hard to find. Like, I mean, five and not to be like super critic or whatever. I'm not. Um, gotcha. it's, not that, it's not that. It was serious. like it was hard. But anyway, <laughs> okay. so don't I'm, take it so. Wait till you hear I do Parker. Take it I don't get on. I don't wait till you hear show. Parker's. I've been waiting for ready, months man. to get on this show. Wait, wait till you hear no, Parker's list. Okay, floor so, punch. It's all so anyway, my entire floor punch discography. Well, whatever. There's a lot of artists, and I was just really surprised that, like, that I just did not like a lot of. The, like, it's just whatever. It is what it is. But, okay. um, so the my number five is Flying Lotus, who's a like a producer, and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I think he does a lot of hip hop stuff. Yes. Very eclectic. I just he make, creates these soundscapes that I really love. Um, there's some features on it. There's a lot of a lot of instrumentals, um, a lot of great musicians, a lot of cool sounds. I just really like it. It's a good, just zone out, like just. Kind yeah, of I like get that lost. guy's stuff. I haven't heard yeah, that Yeah, you just get lost yet, in, in, like, in these sounds, and it's just, it takes you to like a place, you know. Anyway, so that's my number What's five. What's the name of the album? Uh, it's called, I think, again, like I find this stuff on my own, so I don't know if it's pronounced right, but it's uh, Flamagra or Flamagra. Sure, that sounds good. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, so for- <laughs> Look for, it up. It's on Spotify, 2019. For sure. And, and like everything, you know, with, with this episode, I'm going to take two songs from each album that we pick, mm-hmm. and then I'll make a Spotify playlist- and then I'll add the songs that we suggested to each other as well. So, okay. uh, Parker number five, Soil Work, Underworld, uh, four songs. This was almost like a like a bonus album that they put out um, to go along with their last album, which was I don't even know how they could fucking even pronounce this. It's like Verkin Lichen or something, but it was the first. <laughs> it was something like that. I don't know. That it's that whole Gothenburg I'm fucking sound, laughing. man. I'm just laughing when I tell I'm, this guy picks an album with four. <laughs> Four songs, man. Well, but technically, good. Techni- technically, it goes with the other one. But uh, you know, you know the sound. It's it's got the in flames, the darkest hour sound. You know, uh, nuclear blast put it out. I've only seen this band once, but uh, it was with fifty people, which was pretty cool. So you know, nice, nice small room to fucking catch them at. Um, but soil work, always been a fan of them. So I had this track. They're this great. Out. Figure yeah. number five is one of my favorite albums. Great ever. album. Yep. So for me, uh, we have the same number five. Um, I never got into Baroness. They're one of those bands that people would mention. And I'm like, I don't like this name because there's no fucking girls in this band. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Uh, and then this album, Golden Grey, came out, and I listened to it uh, because Johnny North was like, have you heard that? So, you know, so many people talked about this album that eventually I'm like, let me just listen to this. I need to check it out now. And I listened to it, and it's fucking so good. It is uh, so fucking good. I can't right. believe how good this album I'm is. Listen to it on the way home. But it reminds me of um, Thrice. It sounds like Thrice artists in the ambulance, like the harmonies 
are pretty much like the same thing. It's, it's really a good comparison. It's definitely. unbelievable how like it's it's a dreamier thrice. Um, but that being said, this album is so fucking good. Like it's it's so good. You gotta listen to it. Go Definitely. back and check out some of their other stuff too, if you're getting. Everyone into said it. check out Purple, but I'm I'm still stuck on this album because it just came out this year. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So I got to soak it in some more. So uh, number four, just go on the shallow end, start getting. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's nice. like a, it's like a California roll. Then you then you start expanding <laughs> from there. Or it's like a chicken tikka masala. Easy. Then you nice. start expanding All right. horizons. You yeah. got to get in. Um, my number four is like Vinny Paz and Tragedy Gaddafi's uh, oh, Camouflage yeah. Regime. Uh, so good. It, uh I always like Vinny Paz, but I think this album is better than the one he put out. Was it last year? I think he had an album out. Yes. Which I liked, but I think this the, shit is just fucking yeah. banger after banger. Total yeah. goon music. Goon. Straight, Straight goon. goon. Yeah. And uh, I love it. I can't get enough of it, <laughs> if man. You don't, like, if you don't rob- The beats are dark as shit. If, if, you, if you're a criminal and this isn't what you use to rob people- If you're not a criminal, you might rob somebody <laughs> yeah. after you listen to it. This, and you should be able to get off on- in court, if you've heard this whole nice. record, it's, it's pistol whip music. Totally, for sure. Totally. I heard it's band and mastic. It's hard as fuck. <laughs> Nothing it's great. band and mastic. It's fucking great. Okay, yeah, number four. I love that record. Didn't make my list because I I added in a couple other things. Man, it's it was very hard to make. It's this impossible. List. You see, I got a whole sheet of paper with shit crossed out. I'm me sitting too. here at work agonizing over it. I feel like, <laughs> and then Park. at the end, I'm gonna be like honorable mention to like fucking fifteen titles. Parker picks one with four songs while we're like. <laughs> Dude, my number five has two songs, and it's not even out yet. All right. <laughs> number five. All right. Number four, Alex. Okay, number four is a band I just uh, just uh, discovered. They're called um, Brutus, and they're a Belgian trio. Yes. Good That's stuff. That's a great yeah. fucking Female album. singer? Yeah, yeah. She's great. Dude, it's That's so it's, good. You know, I, I just really, really like it, this a lot. But it's like a hair away from being terrible. Like, in a way, it's weird. It's like everything just works so well. But it's like almost like a style that I would think. It's just the singing is perfect. She's the great, the, and she plays drums as well. Yeah. And mm. oh, it's really? the beats. Yeah, it's just a trio. The yeah. singer plays the drums, which I usually hate that. But yeah. I mean, that's but it, the, the music. It's just I would say it reminds me a little bit of like just like a really hard driving circus survive. Okay. Um, if I had to compare it to, I don't really know what to compare it to. It's, it's hard. Just, yeah, yeah. It takes it's, you again. It's yeah. this to me takes me to like a place like. You can tell it's not American, but it's not so overtly like foreign sounding. But there's just is she you know, going home anytime soon? <laughs> I don't know. Build what, the wall. Whatever. It's just like it's just I go by feel. It's like you guys are good at articulating why you like things. It's just driving the energy. Her vocals it's good. are just yeah. It's a good album. Passionate yeah. and like you know they're just fucking going off. I love the flow of the how the parts flow into each other. Yeah. I like the changes. I like a lot of just, there's a lot of cool dynamics to it that I really, really like. I'm so. glad you mentioned that one. Yeah, I, me too. I, I forgot. I was actually sure. like, oh my God, I don't even know if like, if it, like, you know, you know, it's just like, like I said, like it's a hair away from me from being like, I don't know why, but I just, like, I, I don't, like I don't, like ruin, it, it, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. I do what I want. <laughs> nice. Parker, number four. Number four, I chose this band Defeater, which I just recently got into. Uh, they're on Epitaph. Uh, guy that did the last quicksand album produced this. Uh, and it's got kind of that, uh, that modern life is war feel, ruiner, bands like that, uh, very political lyrics, definitely something that I wouldn't normally listen to, but I don't know, something stuck with me on this. It's, uh, it's a self-titled, so it's just Defeater, Defeater, but, uh, definitely a fan of this. If you like that modern life is war 
kind of, you know, style with the political, you know, aspect, definitely check it out. Okay. So my number four uh, is a band called Better Oblivion Community Center. Uh, it's their self-titled record. Uh, stupid, stupid fucking name, but it's Connor Oberst <laughs> from uh, Pride. I was say, that's a yeah, mouthful. I heard that. And uh, he put out a record with this girl, Phoebe Bridgers, I think her name is. Now, I liked Middle Bright Eyes, but towards the end, like Casadega and a few things, like he started going into like a, uh, a mimicking Bob Dylan and all this other stuff. And I was like, ah, right, whatever. Like, I could give or take it. And then he disappeared for a while. He put out the Desparacidos second album, which is phenomenal because I don't think he has anything to do with the music. He has the vocals. Comes back, puts out this record with this girl, and his melodies and his songwriting are so good, and she compliments it so well that instantly, from the moment I heard it, I'm like, this is going to be my favorite album of the year, which obviously wasn't. came in at number four, but it's, it's great. It's great songwriting, very mellow, very catchy acoustic stuff, um, some different flavors, but it's instantly memorable, and you're... Uh, you're going to love it for anyone who likes Bright Eyes or Phoebe and all that other stuff. It's, it's it's upbeat enough where it's not like, you know, slice your wrist music. Very good. Langan, number three. Uh, my number three is Dark Thrones, Old Star. Uh, I'm a huge Dark Throne fan. Been for a long time. Fenris is probably one of my favorite people in metal. Now that Lemmy's dead, he's probably the coolest guy in metal. But anyway, uh, every album they make is different. And uh, they'll... They started out with that trio of black black metal. Then they went away from that. They made a death metal record. That's what they actually their first album was a death metal record. But anyway, black metal. They've done punk crust fucking albums. This one is a throwback to like an eighties metal sound, classic metal sound. It's only two guys. They don't tour. They never tour. They don't play live shows. They just enjoy making music together all these years later. And you can feel they have they have fun when they do it. And it's uh very simple, chunky fucking riffs. It's not reinventing the wheel, but it's for a pure metalhead. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, cool. Not a bad cut on it. Got to check that out. Cool. Alex, number three. Uh, my number three is a five-song EP, but nice. I just had a really hard learning. time finding stuff <sighs> that I really wanted to put on there. Um, Hot Water Music. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Shake Up the Shadows. And I think it's, the to me, the best thing they've done. <laughs> I think it's great. I think... Oh, I wouldn't get sing- that carried away. Well... <laughs> Can I talk about my what I feel? That's right. I thought I was the guest. I'm getting yeah. shit on a little uh. too much for being a guest. Break open those donuts, goddammit. Alex. I think it's a great it's just drives really well. I think he's he's got like with that rasp that he's got, he's learned to like put a some melody to it that I that I feel that I can appreciate. Um I feel like their songwriting is better, the flows are better. They've always had their own sound and I just think that this is like you know, to me, for me, what my taste is, loved it. I think it's just really well done. Very into it. I wish it was a full album because it's just, I feel like they're at such a, you know, for a band that's been around this long, usually this doesn't happen, but I feel like they're, they're hit, they're, they're onto something really good. So for sure. I, I enjoyed these five songs, uh, a little bit more than the last thing that they put out. Um, yeah, man, I hit play in all five songs. They sound rejuvenated, yeah. re-energized. Right off the bat, I'm like, this is what I, you know, uh, you know, something new that I haven't heard that just got me like right off the bat. I'm like, this is great. So. Yeah, good. Uh, Parker number three. All right, there might be six songs on this one, so. 
at the gates with the Pantheons. Is that how you fucking say it? Pantheon. Pantheons, yeah. Uh, Century Media put it out. This is like B-sides, re-recordings. They did a couple of uh, older songs with some guest vocals. But, uh, you know, the sound. It's it's for fans of, you know, Carcass and Entombed, that, that you know, that type of style. Um, this is one of those bands that fucking came out and just kind of, not that everybody slept on them, but now that they're back now, it's like they're, they're bigger and better than ever. So this is one of those bands that anytime anything ever comes out, I always fucking check them out and I'm always fucking blown away by their talent. Very, very good. Um, so for me, my number three album, best album of 2019 so far, um, a return to force. You know, you mentioned Hot Water Music. For me, uh, the Get Up Kids record, Problems. Twelve brand new songs uh, that continued from the Kicker four-song EP that they released last year, which I thought was phenomenal. Four of the best Get Up Kids songs on the planet last year, and then they followed up with 12 new songs, and they, they're they so good. Problems is such a goddamn good album, and uh, let me see. I'm going to look through here it's my favorite song is waking up alone which i'm pretty sure uh james sings uh from reggie and the full effect obviously uh but man it's got bangers uh the problem is me satellite matt matt and the guys sound like like uh i don't know it sounds like they're they're back in the get up kids for for good and they're writing really really good songs very catchy. The whole album, 12 songs of just catchy, catchy music. Nice. Number two, Langan. Uh, Czar Face Meets Ghost Face. Mm. Uh, came out early in the year, but I'm still playing it a lot. Uh, Inspect the Deck, who actually just dropped a new album out today, but I, I haven't got to listen to it yet. Me neither. He's by far my favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan. He always has been. Um, very underrated, very slept on. And I love this Czar Face project from the get-go, but I think every album gets a little better, and this one is just is, is fantastic I, as well. I'm happy that he found them. Yeah. You know? He was the guy. He never got, I mean, he his out, his first album got destroyed in that fire or whatever, yeah. right? And he always had issues coming out. And I liked Uncontrolled Substance. It, it, it it's had not, some good songs. It had some good songs. As a whole album, I guess it's not uh, complete, but everything deck. When he steps on a guest verse on somebody else's shit, he always fucking wrecks it. And yeah. I, I'm glad he's kind of coming to his own, having a great second act with this with this band. Great second act, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Probably more than a lot of the other guys. No doubt. For sure. No doubt. Number two, Alex? Um, the National, I Am Easy to Find. Uh, their new album, obviously. it's uh, I think it's really cool. They have some good duets. Um, I love the duets. Yeah, I think those are the, the highlight Me too. of the album. Um Again, for some reason with the National, I need a couple of listens before I can really get into them, into any album of theirs, and I always end up really liking it. Um, I just love they got these simple, seemingly simple rhythms, and and you know he just puts that little story on top of it. Um, Rylan, it's just I really like them. I like what they do, and it's just you know as much as I like them, every time they have a new album or something, I need a few listens to get into it. So well, because for me, I think their their watermark is uh, high violet. I think mm-hmm. that was like their peak. But I like the 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 duets that they brought in. Mm-hmm. It spiced it up. The song "Rylan" on this record is one of the best songs that they've ever written. 
And I like that they put the drummer back in the mix because he is one of the best drummers. Yeah, he's ever. good. I, love, I, I like the drumming a lot. So mm-hmm. rhythmic. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a band where the drums are almost out in the front because it, it's he plays so good. And they have a documentary on them, of course. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, you know, I don't really, kn- I just, I'm so, I just. It's fine. It's, I'm out of just it. Just asking you, know? you saw it, it's cool. <laughs> but it's it's on Showtime. Um, so the guy who made it is Matt's brother. So okay. The National is a band, there's five guys. There's, uh, I th- it's two sets of brothers. One one are twins, and then the others are brother, and, and the singer is just by himself but mm-hmm. his brother who is kind of like a slacker made the documentary so that was his contribution and it shows their dynamic on how he kind of feels like a loser <laughs> that's interesting take it's on a it. really yeah, interesting yeah. take yeah. for sure i forgot the name of the, of the documentary but it's it's cool. on them and it's uh i don't know very cool to watch number two parker number two is uh is that what we're up to yeah yeah by a super group called uh literally a super group which going into this you you never know if it's gonna work is that from so many different bands damn little things yeah called the damn things damn things and uh you know this is dudes from every time i die anthrax fallout boy i mean at one time they had alkaline trio yes which is brand new because they the other guy from anthrax left and was replaced by um dan from alkaline trio i mean they had the fucking dude from uh you know one of the later bass players from from autumn to ashes was in this at one time but uh i love that this is only their second album i love that first album it's catchy there's hooks you know like the the combination between like the rock and they have like you know, kind of like a southern sound. I mean, it, it almost sounds like it's Scottian's band. Yeah, yeah. It's like every time I die, and they kind of mix in like that Maylene and the Sons of Disaster southern style. But uh, I'm a huge fan of this album. I, I love the first album. Is it better than Scottian's other supergroup, the you... Democracy? Oh. <laughs> oh. Savage Animal. I don't know. Oh, Savage Animal was fucking. That was great. That was solid. King of the Chug, man. Love, yeah. love his uh, his thrash playing. Uh, right. But uh, big fan of this. So nice. Very cool. Um. So yeah, I got to check that out. I heard. Yeah. That, I heard that's a really good record. Yeah. I Very catchy. Yeah. Um. My number two is a band called Pup. They're from Canada, and I saw them play with the Get Up Kids and Restorations at the Paramount, and they blew me away. Like when you first get into a band and they're so energetic and they have these songs that have 10 different parts and they're catchy and they're slow, like it's just chaotic. This is their third album. Um, and it's wow, so many good songs. Like it's nothing but sing alongs. It reminds me a lot of, of, of your the kid that you used to babysit, Jeff Rosenstock. <laughs> um, so it. it it's Bring just, my anthrax tapes over there. Yeah, that's right. Bringing it close together right there. So <laughs> it reminds me, it's very shout-along punk music, but but not straightforward. There's a lot of riffing, a lot of cool stuff. Um, their first album has a video for a song called Guilt Trip, and it has one of the kids from Stranger Things. He's the star mm. of the video. Very, very fucking good record. Very good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's called... Uh, oh, shit. I didn't even mention the name. Let's see morbid something morbid stuff that's what it's called very very good very good you'll nice. you'll hear in the in the playlist so number one album of 2019 so far langan gotta make a quick honorable mention before i get my number <laughs> one of course i agonized over this um 
Poroshka's Brick Bat album, uh, which is Mickey Bereni from Lush, who took a million years off after Lush. Lush is one of my favorite shoegaze bands ever. I always loved her voice and her playing. I'm glad, so glad she got back into music and she put this band together, Poroshka. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, but it's great. If you love Lush and you love shoegaze, 90 sounding, it's perfect. She didn't miss a beat. But anyway, my number one is uh, Possess uh, Revelations of Oblivion. Uh, which I've been waiting for this album pretty much since I was in high school because <laughs> they made three albums, two albums and an EP, and then went away forever. This is Larry Lalonde. It's that good? Silly. It's so good. Yeah? It's, it's, uh, it, it's basically, I always thought that they were really hitting their stride when they fell apart. And uh, they're such an important band in extreme metal. Mm -hmm. I mean, early on. And Jeff Becerra's voice is one of my favorite, uh, you know, throats for favorite voices in the history of the genre. And uh, he put together a great band, and uh, they hit. It's like they didn't miss a beat. If you were into Old Possessed, it's like this time gap never happened. So somehow 30 years later. It did, yeah. It, it's just like it didn't miss a beat. That's it sounds crazy. exactly like, I wasn't disappointed at all. When I heard the first track, it sounded just like, I expected and wanted it to hear, and his voice sounds exactly the same. Crazy. And he's one of my favorite singers in metal history, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad he came back. Guy's in a wheelchair. He's had a tough life and shit like that, and they're playing a bunch of festivals and doing well. And this album is uh, it, it's great. If you're a fan of Possessed, it's fucking awesome. Slayer probably wanted them, and Larry Lalonde's like, "What about Primus? <laughs> <laughs> Should have thrown him a bone." Yeah. <laughs> Should have thrown him a bone. Maybe he'll wheel out there and fucking join him for some <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Yo, shout out, shout out. All yeah. right, number one, Alex. Uh, my number one so far is uh, a band called Fontaine's DC. Oh, shit. That's um, who opened up the Idol show. Oh, well, you know what's funny? I was going to say I could put them in the same kind of uh, category. They're not as intense as, as Idols, no. but um, and they're an Irish band. Yeah. Um, I love this album. I think it's great. It's like maybe it's something about I don't even know how to. It's, it's like another post punk. Yeah, it's like more like post punk, but it is like kind of like Idols. Yeah. So I could see that. I didn't even know that they, you know, yeah. they toured together. I thought I wish I would have known. You um, could have come. But I, I've been. But the it's a great album. I really enjoy listening to it. Like um, I don't know what else to say. I love the rhythms. I love the, you know, just the, his his voice. It's, again, it's like Idols. It's not like really singing it's almost like talking in a way but it's like it's just it's just really well done i love the songwriting love it all so cool awesome yeah uh number one parker all right number one knocked loose a different shade of blue uh so is that the drummer with the fat nipples yes remember we were talking about him right <laughs> well you were talking <laughs> about i was great, talking great callback yeah that is a good callback <laughs> what's this we shit yeah that's true um so <laughs> Live, I've seen them twice. I saw them locally, and then I went to a fest, actually, in Philly last summer. This is hardcore, and it's insane. I mean, live, it's like a fucking goddamn jailbreak. Uh, the singer has a definitely a very, I don't know, high-pitched voice, so it's not for everybody. It kind of reminds me of, like, Shut Down, like that that type of, you know, voice. Shout out to the Scandato, bro. There you go. Um, but the cool thing is... Um, the guy that produced, uh, actually, Body Count Bloodlust produced this. And this is their, uh, I think it's the, only their third full length. 
and uh, I love it. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this band. I got into them pretty recently, probably only about a year and a half ago. You know, they're not that old, maybe about five years old. And uh, but heavy as hell, fucking on record and live, fucking forget about it. It's like a fucking jailbreak. So nice, very cool. My number one is an album that I've listened to a zillion times since it came out. Um, what I like about these rollouts on Spotify are that these artists like drop a single and they let you sit with it for like a week, two weeks, three weeks, sometimes yeah. a month. Uh, I I first noticed a perfect circle. That's how they put out that last record. They they fed you three singles along like maybe four months. So by the time the album came out, you were like fucking salivating. Shout out to that new release Friday f- yeah. playlist they put together for you for sure. Yeah, I didn't even know about that till you posted it. And That's it. Found out so much. Good Do you know that about that. Spotify? Like they, if you go to 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 the home made section, made for you. Yeah, it's yeah. made for you. So like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about. I know they have the made for you, but I never like. You should explore it every Friday. So basically, they take your 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 picks, what you listen uh-huh. to, every Friday. New music gets released, and they'll make you a playlist of shit that comes out on oh, Friday. That I thought you it was might just like. like stuff based on your taste. They would just throw some songs. No, in there, it's like it's whatever gets dropped that Whatever's Friday. Whatever's coming that oh, day, based, based on, on what you but, listen to. Yeah, but it's to. new stuff. Yeah, yeah, new that's stuff great. you never would have heard. I didn't know that. It's fucking great. So, great feature. Here's oh. my my number one is uh, Nems Gorilla Monsoon Goon. Yeah, this this dude is from Coney Island. And Garbage. He, man, his this record is so goddamn good. Very easy to digest. It's not nerd rap. It's not. It's just straight up like bars. Like if you want shit, if you want to listen to shit that's funny because he's so disrespectful. <laughs> That garbage song is Fuck, fucking yeah. hilarious. This, it's dude. yeah, hilarious. But like, he'll fuck you up too. You know, he's not <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah. um, and yeah, gar- he's like, yeah, that <laughs> your mixtape is garbage. That Sound link in your bio, <laughs> fuck you. I'm not Still pressing garbage. it. Still garbage. Still <laughs> garbage. Um, Conway the Machines on one of the tracks that I fucking love. Uh, the song 200. Man, there's so much goddamn good stuff. And and in between a lot of these, um. These songs here, there, there's a song called Leave Me Alone uh, and Token of My Affection where he kind of, uh, you know, he lets, it gets a little bit more emotional and, and he breaks down that facade a little bit more and, and he digs a little deeper. But man, if if you like fucking just grimy hip hop that'll make you feel like you're, if you listen to this record, You'll get in the ring with Mike Tyson. You might. I mean, you'll get knocked the fuck out, yeah. but you're going to walk in there thinking like, yo, I got I got, this I got guy. a chance here. Yeah. I, I can feel it's myself. Like bath salts. And then, <laughs> yo, this record is like bath salts. You might- For your eardrums. <laughs> you might eat someone's face. It's so. It's been such a good year for hip hop. Fucking hardcore, sure. old school hip hop, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I tried to- I. I varied my list up to include a couple of different genres because I listen to a lot of different genres. But man, fucking, there is a people saying there's no good hip hop out there. Just uh, ain't they, looking people, hard enough, or sure. they're just old and half dead or something. Oh, I would say old for sure. Uh, honorable mention to a record I wanted to include, but it's not really a genre that I listen to. The Lizzo record is so fucking good. It's a pop record. It, it sounds. You sent me. A, you sent me that one of the songs. Oh my yeah. god! It's catchy. It's got great lyrics for a pop record, mm-hmm. beginning to end. It's very like uplifting. God, it's such a great fucking record. So that's my honorable mention for sure. And and the new Hives song. I'm waiting for that record. 
uh, I'm for sure. Um, I'll just keep going. But anyway. I have an, I have an unhonorable, unhonorable mention. Go ahead. Oh. Okay. So you know, growing up, I loved Pavement. Stephen Malcolmus thought he was great. Still do. Like as far as from that era, I see. Oh, he has an album out that came out Terrible. this year. Dude, it's fucking terrible. It's unlistenable. It literally, like, I want. It makes me want to go and punch him in the face. Like, it it's makes me angry. It's, it's like you put this shit out, and you, and people are gonna spend their money on this shit. Really? Like, it's like almost like a joke to like the fans of like, wow. like put it on, put it out under like some other name where people aren't gonna immediately like, you know what I mean? Like some weird side project name or something. See how you know? But it's, it's just like. It's just so terrible. Like I don't know why it elicits that emotion in me, but I just see his smug little fucking indie rock <laughs> face, like me. And then like I put this out, and you're gonna love it. And I just want to like punch him in the face. Steve right. Malcolmus, uh, Alex just wants to say your uh, mixtape is garbage. Shots fired. <laughs> so anyway, uh, in closing, come at me, bro. Why is that fucking buzz getting louder? Anyway. Thank you for doing this, Alex. Thank you for coming to hang out with us. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a minute since we did it's great an episode. To see you guys. Absolutely. Totally so, thanks for having time, me. Dude. Thanks for talking some shit with us. Um, you know, go to the Facebook page, go to the Instagram page, tell people who you like the show, engage us. Um, and that's it, right? You good? I'm good, man. Thanks. Dark satellite media. Dark satellite media. Yeah, I'm throwing that intro in the beginning anyway. So right. it's this little thing I got to throw in. But yeah, dark dark, dark satellite media. This Check was out. an end tag. What I was doing here, in the business. <laughs> we call that shit. All right, let's think. Cool. Later. Peace.